Hello! Hi! Welcome. We're here! It's Sidewalk Slam. Yay! We did it. <laughs> we did it, amidst, right? It's been a little while. Yeah. Amidst scheduling troubles. Oh my was, goodness me. And my notes got stolen. Yeah. My backpack got stolen. What the hell? Someone stole Adam's bag from the gym. Yeah. They got your ID and your wrestling notes. And a couple comics. Aww. Like the Matt Fraction Hawkeye. What? And Rat Queens Volume 1. Oh man. So... Those are gone forever. Oh. Well, I mean, I could get another copy. Those, but those are replaceable, but your wrestling notes. Yeah, the notes are. So now the I've notes. got like an old book. I have Money in the Bank notes and the Raws afterwards, but Graham is going to be carrying me. <laughs> Today, but, however, we're probably going to just be doing like four Raws, probably? Probably. Probably just the Raws leading up to Money in the Bank. Yeah, I mean, there's only like two solid threads leading into this pay-per-view. Yeah. Everything else was kind of... All over the place. There. Yeah. It was there, but there was nothing concrete. And by two threads, I mean John Cena, AJ Styles, mm -hmm. and the actual Money in the Bank match. Oh, I guess Roman and three, sorry. Roman and Rollins. Yeah. But even that was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we should address the elephant in the room. Yeah. Which is... Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Yeah. Just briefly, the reason that... So, because in the last episode, we were like, we're going to record this week, and then we're going to record next week, and then we'll be caught up, and it'll be great. Yeah. And what happened was that the episode, th th that episode, got blocked yeah. worldwide by the WWE because of... Uh, I mean, they didn't do it manually. They don't. Yeah, they just they have don't a... know that we exist. <laughs> yeah. It was on, on YouTube. They have it said that... Um, pay-per-views uh, just, just get blocked. And the uh, content ID, even though we like reducing the size and stuff, that, that now just, they use heat maps, it sees the footage. Mm -hmm. um, which is why, if you watch that episode that isn't blocked worldwide now, I had to do most of it with stills and then a couple very short little video clips. Yeah. Um, that must have been a nightmare to re-edit. Uh, it was just it, it, it was just so annoying to do it again. Yeah. Right. So that's what these are going to be looking like uh, going forward because uh, we could just have a solid two-hour shot of you and I sitting here, and you know, we're not that bad. But yeah, I think it improves it greatly to give you viewers so, at home the context of seeing. what Does we're that talking mean about. that pay-per-views are going to be stills? Uh, yeah, d definitely pay-per-views, and I might fiddle with doing it for Raw as well. I don't mm. know, but uh, definitely pay-per-views kind of have to be, basically. Yeah. So. so dealing with that, which took like a week of like disputing on YouTube and then figuring out how I could best get around it and even talking to like our, like a YouTube rep network, and they were like, well, it it is their stuff, so there's not a lot that we can do to fight it. And it's like, right, because no one cares about fair use. Uh, that, <laughs> That was just a very demoralizing week, and yeah. so we never got together to record, and then it's just been scheduling hell from since Pretty then. much, yeah. It's like, you're busy, I'm busy. Yeah. And know. with the new streaming schedule, uh, this room is busy every Friday evening for AFK, and it's busy at alternate Mondays for Tinker Taylor, and often if I'm in Crossing the Streams, and that's Wednesdays that don't work. Yeah, but then uh, Thursdays uh, you're doing magic. magic, and then Saturday, Although, every other Saturday it's... Loading Ready Live. This Thursday is the last one for CSL, so Thursday evenings are more available mm -hmm. now. Okay. So eh. Anyway, we'll the point see. is... You don't, we're you doing don't, our best. You don't need to know the intricacies of our scheduling. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the point is we're, we're trying. Let's go back. Roman Reigns yeah. has been nailed with his first violation mm. of the WWE wellness policy, which we've talked about before, which uh, when we talked about it 
before on an earlier episode, mm-hmm. it was Adam Rose yep. and Connor from The Ascension. Mm-hmm. Who Connor? I don't think he's Connor even back yet. I don't. It was think only so. thirty days, but Adam was, Rose has since asked for his release. There was a bunch of there was a big schmozzle afterwards. With yeah, that guy. there was some other stuff to do with Adam Rose as well that yeah. we don't don't it doesn't don't really need matter. to get into. Yeah, but, and so the social outcasts are down to three now. But so your top guy has the f- just been the face of the, the company. Yeah. The or some people would say I guess the next face of the company. Yeah. The peop the person that they think going forward is the guy. The guy. <laughs> yeah. And he has been we don't we don't even know what he got busted for. No. So it could have been anything. It could have been some random drug that he got prescribed by his doctor that was mm-hmm. on the the no go list. Yep. And he wasn't paying attention or because mm-hmm. I'm I'm assuming that they have lists oh, yeah. that they are given. Yep. And it's like this is what you can do. This mm-hmm. is what you can take. This is what you can't take. Yeah. It could be it uh it could be steroids. It could be pot. Yeah. Like there's a massive range of things it could be. Yeah. All we know is that he did something that tripped the WWE wellness policy. Mm-hmm. And on Twitter he said I made a mistake. Yeah. So it's, he's not. That's it. yeah. It's not that he didn't do it. It's just you know he did. We don't know what it is, but something yeah. something happened. And on your first um, on your first violation, that's a thirty day uh, suspension. Yeah. Your second is a sixty day suspension, and your third is you are fired. Yes. I think that a lot of people were freaking out too much about this first. I think it's the second violation is the one that's the big one. Yeah, but this is still like when the guy, when someone's being pushed, <laughs> yeah, no hint of irony as the guy, yeah. and is is your current champion, yeah, for that to happen is yeah. like there have been stories about like someone was about to get a huge push and then this happened like William Regal was about to get a huge push at one point and then got suspended just before you know like they were building him up and then there was yeah. like you know nothing. This is he's he is champion, yeah. He is, I mean, you know, like, he may not be the brand ambassador, but he's the current face of the company yeah. because he's the champion. Yeah. And it's like, oops, you know, <laughs> we can't not make this public. It's, that's part of the whole thing is that it's, you know, they, they announce it publicly on their, on their, on their website. Yeah. You know, and some people are like, oh, maybe this is a work. No, they don't do this no. as a work. No. Also, it's that would be a terrible work. work. Yeah. It's like, like, ah, oh, look, our, our, you know, our great, like, guy that was meeting with, you know, Make-A-Wish kids a couple weeks ago who's our, you know, who's our uh, plucky champion yeah. uh, was taking some sort of drug he shouldn't have been. Yeah. is like, that's not a war- That's not a good storyline. Yeah, and I don't think, we won't get to it tonight, I think, but um, apparently they knew about it before Money in the Bank happened, like the day before or something. That makes a lot of sense. And it, it, it definitely changed plans. Mm-hmm. I would like to, this is the thing I... I I love is like I want to know what the original plans were. Yeah. Now, and this is why, and we, you know, we we give the WWE writers a lot of crap, <laughs> which I think is fair. Yeah. But uh, this is why it's it is so difficult to plan long term storylines in, yeah. in the world of wrestling because you don't know when someone's going to screw up and yeah. get suspended. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, look what happened to uh, Rob Van Dam. Yeah. After one night stand, two thousand. That was when he was... That's when he... He was one of the only was, people to cash in ahead of time. Yeah. Rob Van Dam is a wrestler who was around mid-2000s. Super popular. Oh, yeah. Very athletic. Very fun to watch wrestle. Mm-hmm. And he cashed in his money in the bank 
ahead of time against John Cena at the ECW One Night Stand 2005 pay-per-view, which, which, which is, is very good. A great pay-per-view. Very good. You should go watch it if you haven't, yeah. and you have the network. Um, and Rob Van Dam wins, but afterwards he gets <laughs> he gets busted with like a bunch of marijuana. Yeah. And he was ECW champion and yeah, heavy, he was both and WWE champion at yeah. the time. <clears throat> he was both, and he was like that's the biggest push. This was it, had. yeah. This was the bi- and and this is a guy that a lot of people didn't think would ever get there. Like a lot, he was a very he was a fan favorite. Oh yeah, but when you look at the people that they make champion, he shouldn't have. Yeah, been it's there. like a Daniel Bryan situation. Yeah, you know, it's like you look at him and people love him, and then they just refuse to pull the trigger on it for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, there is a history of guys who finally get their 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 big chance and then they kind of, I mean, they're human, right? Yeah. I mean, I do kind of feel bad for Roman because, I mean, like, he's human, right? Yeah. And he's just getting all the people, all the Roman haters are coming out of the woodwork. I mean, they I, guess were it depends, loving. I guess it depends on what he was doing. I mean, yeah, that's right? true. Like, like, if he, like, like <clears throat> if he was doing steroids, I feel yeah. a little less bad. Yeah. If he was doing pot, it's like that sucks. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't do you, pot, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. you stupid I don't know, idiot. If he was, if he was strung out on smack, I'd be like, <laughs> I don't feel as bad about the suspension. Yeah. Maybe you should get help. I mean, I was definitely one of those people cracking jokes about it when it happened. But I mean, like, because the thing about the wellness policy is, like, you know, people are always quick to, because of the whole, like, steroid scandal in the 80s and 90s, yeah. people are always quick to be like, oh, steroids. But the thing is, it's like... That was my first thought, because actually, it's funny, when I was watching the pay-per-view, mm-hmm. when I was watching Money in the Bank, I was like, man, Roman looks jacked. Like but, he- but the thing is, there's there's other supplements. There's, yeah. like, testosterone and uh, HGH, I think, mm-hmm. which are not covered by the wellness policy. Really? You can take testosterone Jeez. or HGH, and you won't get suspended. But you can't take anabolic steroids, so it's like that. The, if it, it if it was steroids, that would be supremely stupid yeah. because there's no reason for it. Exactly. Have they released a list of like what is and no. isn't? <laughs> no, there is. Interestingly, yeah. someone someone pointed out in the fine print that the people who get tested this is part of their like because they have to be a good corporation and you know be promoting healthy, uh, you know whatever. Even yeah. though it's all scripted. Um, uh, is that uh, it's people who are regular competitors. Hmm. So people like Brock. Yeah, aren't P- tested. Triple H would, okay. would, would theoretically not be, not be, uh, not have to submit to the, hmm. to the typical wellness policy. Vince. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's, oh, it's only the regular competitors that actually get tested. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I found that very interesting. All right. You have no idea what could be happening. Yeah. I mean, it probably just means God, you know how much I would give just to be a fly on the wall in WWE oh at all God. times? Oh, my God. Do you yes. know how awesome it would yeah, be? Yeah, absolutely. Just to see how it works, what happens. It's, yeah. <laughs> Is it just a bunch of people drinking paint thinner and <laughs> <laughs> writing wrestling scripts that what the large majority of the, the wrestling community seems to think? You know what I mean? Like, are they just There was like, a video I saw today of a guy who was a writer. Yeah, there in like the two thousands or something when Vince was doing his like gross old man. Oh, with Trish. With no, this was no. with uh, Candice Michelle. Oh, I missed that. So he okay. he had the power of God, and they did it. They did a is scene. This the, is this the wrestling match with God they had? No, this Ramos? was the he was like chosen by God or something, and he had <laughs> okay. like healing powers. And Candice comes into his dre- <laughs> to his dressing room and says that she, right. she she has a chest cold, so he like 
rubs her boobs. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it's so much better now. And so that they were going to basically do another one of those bits the next week of him being continually like more uh, workplace inappropriate with 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 one of the divas. This yeah. is the guy who dictates the storyline, yeah, by the way. This is the man who owns so the this billion writer, dollar company. This, he's like, I was a new writer. I was I was there. They're talking about, you know, they did the boob touching last week. They want to do something else this week. And she's like, well, I need a new, you know, like a new disease or something. And Vince is like, what's, oh, what's the new disease going to be? Anybody? Anybody? And the room is just like silent. And he's like, this is either going to, this either means I'm in the door or I'm going to get fired. And he just says, labiagitis? <laughs> And there's another moment of silence, and Vince is like, this guy gets it. And they ran with it. I was wondering if you could help me with my labiagitis. Oh. Candace Michelle's like, yeah, my chest cold got way better after last week. Maybe this week you can help me with my, my labiagitis. And Vince is like, all right. Uh, and then <laughs> Triple H busts in and breaks it up, and nothing happens. But it's just like, oh, my God. Uh, there's some things I'm glad I missed. Yeah. Attitude era. <laughs> anyway, we're going to go back to uh, a month ago. We're going to go back to May 23rd, Monday Night Raw. Yeah, we're going way back. Way back. This is the night after Payback. Payback. Yeah. When Seth Rollins reappeared and pedigreed Reigns after the title match. Yeah. And everyone was like, yay. Yay, Rollins. And Rollins comes out. JBL mentions that Roman is still the guy. Massive welcome back chant. Yeah. Which is pretty huge for you know someone who was a top heel before mm. he left. And we talked about this before that uh, people, you know, like uh, Triple H was a huge, massive heel and tore his quad and they did all these, like, you know, fighting through the surgeries kind of stuff. And then when yeah. he came back, he was like a massive pop, total face, you know, mm-hmm. everyone loved him. And same thing with Seth Rollins. They even did a, like, a. I watched, I watched the, there was a WWE 24. That was the one, WWE 24 on his recovery. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, but they apparently still want him to be a heel. Yeah. Which, he, you know what? After watching it, well, while watching it, I was like, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with it. And he did a great job flipping the crowd on him. Yeah. But, like, you didn't need to do that. Yeah. It it does. I do understand people's problems where they're like, well, why would you give us this documentary about Seth Rollins overcoming the odds and coming back way earlier than expected and being back and then just, like, that's a reason to cheer for him, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. then he he goes ahead. But I mean, I think so. That, he's like he's really working the crowd yeah. here too. He's just like you know, oh, okay, thanks for cheering for me. You never cared before. <laughs> yeah, all those times I carried the company. He was like carried those, the company yeah, on my back. He mentions carrying the company on his back, which gets some cheers, mm-hmm. and then he kind of flips <laughs> it around <laughs> he, again. He, he does get a thank you chant for beating up Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's like, I gave gave Roman a pedigree. Thank you. Yeah. Son. Thank you son. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. I have this on my notes. Uh, Kathleen notes that his hair is so wet, it is dripping all over his jacket. Yeah. Obviously, WWE is into this look, but there are products you can buy that replicate that look without ruining your clothes. As oh. a follow-up, she mentions, maybe Seth and Roman just have really frizzy hair, for which there are also products that exist. Yeah. If anyone from the WWE is watching, <laughs> please contact my wife. <laughs> it's just like Kane, when Kane had the long hair, and yeah. then when his hair unwetted, like dried, yeah. unwetted. Yeah. But it would just like, it would get a big yeah. cane afro, is what they called it. Yeah. Uh, my favorite line, just because it is a little ham-handed of yeah. Seth, is like, you sent me all these, all this fan mail while I was recovering. <laughs> yeah. I put the fan mail in a garbage can and I lit it on fire. <laughs> yeah. 
I miss Seth so much. I I did not realize how much I missed him <laughs> until seeing him back on he's, Raw he's, every week. He's great. He's great. Yeah. He's awesome. Uh, Roman comes out. JBL yep. again mentions that he is the guy. Yeah. Uh, they have a stare down. Yep. Shane comes out and makes a match for the two of them for Money in the Bank. Yes. They're going to have a title match in four weeks at the yep. Money in the Bank pay-per-view for the title. So that's... There's your next four weeks of storyline with these two. Yeah. Which is weird because, I mean, not weird, but the weird thing was is how they handled it. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think it was next week they didn't even interact with each other whatsoever, I think. And they just had a couple of like uh, promo packages yeah. for each person. The whole, the, the, over the next several weeks, we they don't interact that much. They, they interact a bit. There but is that mostly great. Mostly it was, what? Sorry, there is that great uh, Ambrose Asylum segment. Yeah. Yeah. But mostly. We just see the, the video after video after video. Then they're fine video packages. We've yeah. said before that the, the, the E puts together really good videos. But these sort of interminable video packages of like, this is what the shield was, and this is their history together, and now this is <laughs> Roman Reigns today. And then <laughs> yeah. a different one that's like, and this is Seth Rollins now, and this is what yeah. he's been through. And it's just sort of like, yeah. Which, again, really... Which you need if you haven't been watching for the past year, but like... Yeah, but the 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 signal they were getting across with Rollins, too, was like, oh, this is all the stuff he's been through, so... And it's like, well, now I want to cheer for him, because yeah. he's been through all this stuff, and then he kind of comes out, and I realized that, in a kayfabe sense, mm-hmm. it's Rollins' character being like, look, I don't need you to... I don't do that, you know? Yeah. I don't need these people, but from a writing's perspective... It's way too mm. all over the place. Mm-hmm. In a company that, like, it's storyline-wise, they, they control everything, right? Like, yeah. everything that they release. And so, going forward with this storyline, um, especially leading up into Money in a Bank, where the actual match itself was a very heel-Roman wrestling style mm-hmm. compared to Seth playing the plucky underdog. But anyway. Tonight's episode of Raw features a litany of qualifying matches for the Money in the Bank match. Yes. So the Money in the Bank ladder match, as we are told repeatedly throughout these coming <laughs> weeks, was invented by Chris Jericho. Yeah. Which is true. Yeah. And it's... I actually never... I want to go back and watch where he came up with it. You know what I mean? Like... It, I don't. I, I didn't. It wasn't an on-camera thing. Oh, was it? Was, it? No. It, like oh, it, like he just made it up back. Like we're yeah. talking. He he literally, literally came up came with the match the... and pitched it to Vince, and it was like great. And then oh. they did it. They did For some it reason, I was thinking it was a storyline thing. No. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, I've, it might have been, but I know that he like legitimately pitched it backstage huh. as a thing. Um, and it's uh, six usually. I think they've done more people at Mania once or twice, but it's typically these days it's a six-man because originally. Match. It was Mania only. Yeah. That match, the, there was no Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Yeah. It happened at WrestleMania, and I think, what was what year was the first one? Do you know? I cannot oh, Well, when I was at WrestleMania 25, oh, nice. and that was the year CM Punk won it, one of the oh, years. Oh, yeah. So it was pretty cool for me awesome. like, to be there to see him win it. And so it's, like I said, it's a ladder match, which means you win by climbing up the ladder in the middle of the ring and pulling down a briefcase yeah. that, in storyline, contains a contract <laughs> that can be cashed in any time against the... Champion, yeah, and so that typically means like a couple people have been like, "I'm going to use this contract and challenge you on this date." But yeah. typically, what happens is that you'll find an opportunity where the champion has just won or lost a match or is, or is being beaten down or whatever, and then you you run in and you give it to the ref and you say, "I'm cashing in," and you pin them real quick, and then yeah. you get the you get the victory. I think the only two people to cash in ahead of time were John Cena mm-hmm. and Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam. Yeah. Backstage, Sheamus rips on Sami Zayn for being Canadian. Yeah. Uh, R- <laughs> Renee Young tries to interrupt, presumably to be like, "I'm also Canadian," <laughs> but she just gets cut off, and because they have a the first 
qualifying match for Money in the yeah. Bank, Sami Zayn versus Sheamus. And I think this is Sheamus, the start of Sheamus's anti-New Era crusade. Well, so... Does he mention it in this, talking to Sami? No. So no? this, Well, he's sort of, I guess a little bit. He's yeah. sort of like, ah, you New Era, blah, 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 yeah. you know, whatever, you plucky little bastards or whatever. <laughs> yeah. you know, he's, he's very down on the concept of this New Era thing that they're yeah. pushing. So then, after Zayn wins this match, rather quickly, yeah. Sheamus is left in the ring, visibly infuriated. Yeah. And then we cut backstage to Apollo Crews, who still can't stop smiling yeah. when he's talking about the brutality of the Asylum match <laughs> yeah. from the night before. This is like, yeah, the, the Asylum match was just so brutal. <laughs> Big I smiles. really want to like him, but I am not liking him. You know what I mean? Well, I, I dislike the smile and yeah. everything. So. Luckily, he is immediately assaulted by an angry Seamus, yes. who is really pissy about the new era. Yeah. So now he's just attacking Apollo Crews. <laughs> just, he's... Like, from a kayfabe perspective, I'm just picturing Seamus just walking backstage, and the first person he sees is like, I'm going to beat the piss out of the first new guy I, I think see. He's just, I, I, yeah, I imagine he's just walking around backstage angry after that match, yeah. and then just hears Apollo Crews say new era and <laughs> loses just, it. Yeah. So the new day is out. In the ring, celebrating both their title reign and Raw's 1200 oh, episode. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Big E <coughs> th threatens the crowd with a sheet cake. The social outcasts attack them from behind uh, with no more Adam Rose yeah. at this point. And there is a match, and the New Day wins, and Heath Slater gets caked. Yes. This was when was the last time we saw the social outcast? I can't it's, even it, remember. It's been a couple it's weeks. Been a it's couple been weeks, since yeah. Adam Rose's suspension. Yeah. yeah, we got to see a bow train, which are always fun. A bow train. Yeah. Oh, right. When they do the bow train yeah. outside. Yeah. Actually, no, because Adam Rose got suspended, and then they did the bit with, with Apollo, Apollo Crews, yeah. and then they had been off for about three weeks or so. so. Yeah. Miz cuts another stellar promo on how he won last night's Intercontinental Championship yeah. match, and it's him versus Cesaro for another Money in the Bank qualifying spot. Yeah. And yeah. Miz brings up that he has won it before. Yeah. That's true. And he cashed it on John Cena? Did he I catch think so. Cena? That's I mean, in that era, it's a safe bet that Cena was, was champion. champion. Yeah, uh, Miz actually headlined WrestleMania 22. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I I liked it. Yeah, man, someone linked the replay of him getting speared over the barricade by Cena. Yeah, and his head just pops off the concrete. Jeez. It's like he, he he says he doesn't remember that match. Really? Yeah, and you can see why. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, you shouldn't have been conscious. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, th this is a whirlwind of a match. Um, really good. Yeah. Cesaro catches a top rope maneuver with an uppercut yeah. into the one, two, three. God, Cesaro is just a freak. Yeah. Really Unbelievable good. athleticism. Like, just, God, man. I, I hope that they're taking him. It seems like they're taking him seriously. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping to see at least, like, because Miz actually, after this match, Miz has been gone. Yeah. Miz was off TV filming the Marine Five. Five. So. <laughs> So the Intercontinental title has been out of play, and I'm assuming that it's there's going to be defended at Battleground. Yeah. So presumably, and if if at the very latest, Miz will lose that title at SummerSlam, mm. I think. So so far, Sami Zayn and Cesaro are in the yeah money the bank match. Backstage, Seth is talking crap and goes to hug Steph because of course it was Steph and Triple H yeah. and Seth. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, they were the authority, and Seth was their golden boy. And so he comes up, he's like, "Steph, how's it going?" And goes to hug him, and she's like, "Hey there." <laughs> yeah, she's very guarded about Loved it. Loved this segment. Yeah, this was yeah. really interesting, showing the sort of the uh, establishing f or further establishing Steph's current character compared to her dude. How good? Character. Her previous character got. Sp 
beard out of her at Mania. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's been, it has been this whole like she's like, look, I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, and I stepped into an area where I shouldn't have been, and mm-hmm. now I'm trying to kind of show people that I'm not all bad. Mm-hmm. And distancing herself from, especially, like, the old stuff, like Seth Rollins, made a lot of sense yeah. from a character perspective. And even over the next few weeks, doesn't it feel like they're just, they're doing the, we just want to run a show shtick? Yeah. Because, we'll get into it, but there's definite, like, I was like, oh my god, they are actually just trying to run a show. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Apollo Crews has a match against a taped-up Chris Jericho, so yeah. recovering from the Asylum match, with shots of Sheamus watching angrily from backstage. <laughs> yeah. And you assume that <clears throat> Sheamus is going to interrupt the match to stop the new era from winning, Yeah, which he doesn't, but Jericho wins anyway. Yeah, Jericho just wins. So Jericho's in the Money in the Bank match. Yeah. That was a Money in the Bank qualifier. Sorry. Yeah. I forgot, <laughs> yeah, we're forgot we're to mention. We're going to of ourselves here. Yeah. So the inventor gets to partake. There's another insane Bob Backlund promo where he asks Darren Young to name all the presidents. Yeah, these are so hit and miss, I find. Or not less hit. Also, is is making Darren Young great again at any point going to involve Darren Young wrestling, wrestling or getting airtime other than these weird Bob Backlund promos? Yeah, I don't know. But you're weird. Like, it's just like, I understand what they're trying to do, I guess. But you can actually see Backlund reading the teleprompter. He's, a, he's an old man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're ruining my immersion, Backlund. <laughs> Baron Corbin is telling JoJo that he low-blowed Ziggler in the match at Payback yeah. because it was a no-DQ match and he could. Can't fault that Did logic. We say, why are we saying Payback when it should be Extreme Rules? I'm sorry, Extreme yeah. Rules. <laughs> I was like, why would he low-blow yeah, low him in Extreme Rules? Yeah, we yeah. really screwed that up. Ah, I'm sure they'll be... said Payback like three times already. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Extreme Hopefully. Rules. We fixed it before. I'm sure there'll be a comment. Oh, the summer will be. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. Did uh, you know that playing hard in the paint refers to... <laughs> Ziggler comes in and rips on Corbin because yeah. these they guys just, are still feuding. This feud will never end. I did like this, though, that Ziggler is sort of like ripping on Corbin for, you know, being, a, you know, like him. He's not a good wrestler. He's not doing, he's not being like a righteous kind of wrestler or whatever. Yeah. And I actually really like this line from, from Corbin because he's talking about how Ziggler, you know, he was a kid watching WrestleMania and he wanted to grow up and be the champion or whatever. Yeah. And Barry Corbin's like, I, I never wanted to be a wrestler. I just beat people up. Yeah. And if you're good at something, you don't do it for free. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's that's yeah. that's Baron Corbin. That character. was his shtick in NXT as yeah. well. He's like, no, yeah. I'm just I'm just really good at beating the crap out of people, mm-hmm. so I may as well get paid for it. Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah. All right. All right. Good shit, Corbin. Cool. Yeah. This the Corbin has he grown up he was growing on me in NXT. Mm. He grew on me even more over these last few weeks. Which I think is weird great. because I don't give a crap about this storyline. Yeah, I didn't either, but I love Corbin. Yeah. So, isn't this where he challenges him to the... Uh, a technical wrestling technical match? Technical wrestling match. On the, on the following week. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, and he... Because um, Dolph Ziggler used to be like an all-American actual amateur wrestler. Yeah. Big Cass comes out to a huge pop. Yeah. And beckons Enzo for a huger pop. <laughs> yeah. Enzo's the back. The pops these guys get are ridiculous. It's so good. You can't teach that. Mm-mm. And they have a fight with the Dudleys, and yeah. they win. They beat the Dudleys, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they do like their usual thing, their their new age, new age outlaws stick. Yeah. And new era, new age outlaws stick. Yeah. And uh, new era outlaws. Yeah. And yeah, they wrestle the Dudleys again. I really wish I knew what they were doing with the Dudleys. Having them I'm, around. I am assuming Wrestling. that maybe they'll split them up with the brand split. Ooh, that could be interesting. Because I know a lot of people know, and I've watched some of it, not all of it, but mm. 
um, Bubba Ray mm. called Bully Ray in TNA had an absolutely absolute stormer of a heel run mm. as their world champion, yeah. which was very good. Made me like a lot more. Um, it opened my eyes to like a singles Bubba Ray. Yeah, Devon. I don't know. I can't even remember what they really did with them. He was around. Yeah, he was around, but yeah, yeah, doesn't quite have the same. Uh, solo power is... Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like it. Bubba Ray does. Rick, Charlotte, and Dana... Uh, so, oh God, Rick Flair yeah. and Charlotte F and uh, Dana Brooke yeah. come out to give the uh, state of the title for the Women's Championship. Yeah. Rick is saying a bunch of things that make absolutely no sense. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what this was, but I I remember being baffled that there were words coming out of his, tumbling, yeah. tumbling out of his mouth yeah. that didn't string together into coherent sentences. Yeah. You had your hand in the candy jar. Yeah, you were on fire. No matter where we hid the candy jar, she found it. Her hand was in it. And everything she touched, everything she touched in her entire life, she... She just made happen. She's that fabulous. This is very, very weird. So how do you take Charlotte, who's this massive heel, and mm -hmm. make her even more of a heel? Because the thing is, people are booing her, and they're booing Dana, and they're booing Rick. Yeah. But people still kind of love Rick. Yeah, because he's, he's Rick. He's Ric Flair. Yeah. So how do you make Charlotte get booed even more, have her turn on Rick? Yeah, which we knew was coming. Yeah, and so she talks about how her, her past with Rick. Yeah. And how he wasn't there for her as yeah. a child, like gets really personal, mm. and then is like, "I don't need you anymore. Get out!" and kicks him out. And he looks blank. Yeah. He he looks like he's had his soul ripped out. Yeah. Doesn't she say, "I wish you were dead"? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And just kicks him out, and he just sort of like zombies backstage. He just doesn't know what to make of it. Yeah. Him. Actually, there was one line in that promo that I loved was Charlotte saying. She was tired of being Rick's daughter. Yeah. And um, I mean, it, it, it she makes, wanted to be Charlotte's dad. Yeah. It makes yeah. sense from a, from again, from the storyline of her finally deciding that she doesn't need Rick anymore. Mm. But it, it felt like it was really personal. Yeah. So like, and I, I'm sure that it, I'm sure that it wasn't actually as personal as it seemed, but it was, there was, was always a, lot a little of, bit like, of a hint, you know what yeah. I mean? You know, they, the the uh, the age old saying is that a heel will, um, at least believe a portion of everything they say. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming I'm sure that maybe some of that was definitely came from a very real place. Yeah, I actually really like the segment. Yeah, I had some people say that they didn't like it. Like that, I talked when, to you when we see Rick backstage later. He's just sort of like again, he's got his bag and he's just sort of just like funny. thousand yard stare walking out of the place. He gets a hug from Arn Anderson. Yeah. One of the other four horsemen. Yeah. And then Renee offers him a chance to respond, and he just doesn't say anything and leaves, and then the camera slowly zooms in on an exit sign. It's like, I wanted them to start playing the Incredible Hulk music. This is <laughs> That's what it felt like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really wanted to see that. That'd be great. But I guess it would kind of ruin the mood. There's another Money in the Bank qualifying match between Ziggler and Ambrose. Yeah. Which Ambrose wins. Yes. And then there's another random Shining Stars promo. Mm-hmm. Except this time, because, of course, they shot everything in Puerto Rico when they were doing the first batch of promos, so now they're just on a green screen in front of a picture of Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah. And I don't understand what they're what they're doing. trying to do because yeah. they've only had the one match and they're still not saying anything different. And they still haven't wrestled. They didn't wrestle any of these Raws yeah. 
And the two since then, since Money they, in the Bank, have they been? I I don't watch again. I don't watch Main Event or Superstars. No, I don't. Have know. they been on those shows? Maybe. I assume. I assume they have because again, yeah, they they were doing all these promos on Raw, saying nothing different from their other promos. Yeah, and we still don't know anything more about them, and they still haven't wrestled. So it's yeah. like what. Okay, and the final match of the night is AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens for the Money in the Bank qualifying match. Which is an absolute stormer of a match. Real good. Holy. Before the match, AJ basically breaks up with... The club. With the club. He he says to Gallows (laughs) and Anderson, he's like, look, we're cool, but I don't need you, and I don't think that we need to continue this working relationship yeah you know you don't need to come out here and help me every time yeah i don't want to rely on you we're done yeah this episode's just been a whirlwind of emotion yeah it's been all over the place yeah yeah and so they're they don't take it well no they're pretty pretty pissed off at aj yeah but they because if you look at it from like a kayfabe because they're yeah. friends, right? And they've come to this company being like, oh, our buddy works there. We got a foot in the door, you yeah. know? And it's like, all right, the band's back together. And then it's like, what do you mean you don't want to play music with us anymore? Yeah. And they're like, we helped you every step of the way. Yeah. Like, you, they're, like they're, their take on it is basically like, okay, AJ, but don't come cry to us when shit hits the fan and, and we're not there to save your ass. Yeah. Right? Which is, I think... Again, in storyline, I don't think that's putting forward the narrative that AJ is weak and that he needs the club to save him, but yeah. the, but the, that's what the club believes. Yeah. <laughs> I think or they, that I the think club they... believes that AJ has a penchant for running his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> or getting in over his head. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, shit, you know? Like, yeah. I've, I've really screwed up here. So, yeah, I really like that segment. The match was fantastic. Kevin Owens is probably the best wrestler... That, the best entertainer mm. on the roster. Mm. Maybe not the best. That's up for debate. But anyway, from like a, a pure sports entertainment, yeah. yeah, just so good. Like screaming, I'm the headlock master <laughs> from that Raw like a few weeks ago when he was wrestling Cesaro. And yeah. And he ends up winning this match. Yeah. So we have four. I actually thought AJ was going to yeah. qualify. I was yeah, surprised. I was surprised that he didn't. Yeah. Because, but then they had plans the following week. Yes, so, so did. far, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, Dean Ambrose, or no, Jericho. Yeah, Dean Ambrose. Ambrose and Owens. Yes. Are in the match. So it's five, right? So, yeah, five people yeah. in the match. Yeah, so there's one slot left. Yeah. And that's that's the show. Yeah. It's a funny because after, I remember Tuesday after this Raw, I have some people that I work with that watch wrestling, and they were convinced that it was going to be Finn Balor. Was gonna be number oh, six. Interesting. They were convinced. They were like, "Why didn't they do the six guy?" And I was like, "It's gonna be Finn Balor." I was like, "No, they're not." Because, sorry, if you don't know, mm. Finn Balor is wrestling Shinsuke Nakamura at the next Takeover special. Yeah. So that'll be great as well. Yeah, so I was like, "No, nah, man." Yeah. Raw for May thirtieth. Yeah. It's, uh, mo- it's it's Memorial Day. Yeah. So yeah. it opens with a moment of silence for Memorial Day. Yeah. For the bell. And then an incredibly awkward montage of superstars dubbing along to a speech of Ronald Reagan. Oh, yeah. It's very weird. Yeah. It like it shows like a clip of Ronald Reagan because, talking, like, and then it crossfades to uh, one of the wrestlers saying like the same line, like saying continue. the end of the, yeah. the end of the sentence over and over, and it's really weird. Do you think that's we think it's weird because we're Canadian? I guess. Yeah, because it's like I don't. I was like, all right, this is great. You know, USA. It's yeah. It's just it's so very like 
ham-fisted? It's a very ham-fisted <laughs> American nationalist platitudes of, like, it's Memorial Day. Here's Ronald Reagan. Let's all stand in front of the flag. And it's, like, I know, like... It's, I, I'm not trying to shit on the idea of Memorial Day, yeah. right? But just the way that WWE always handles their go America, rah, rah, rah stuff is yeah. always so predictable and ham-fisted <laughs> that it's just like, yep, okay. Book okay. America, we love you. Yeah, I got no problem. Yeah, got, I got no problem. Got no problems. I have no problem with Ronald Reagan We just have personally. to look at it as Canadians. I've never met the guy. We, but. we have a hard time, like, it's just, when we look at stuff like this, we're like, it's so weird. Yeah. Because we don't, ha we don't, I guess we kind of do. When it comes to hockey, we do. <laughs> we That's about that, it. We don't have that kind of level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The same sort of thing. You're yeah. not going to get like, you're not going to get people sink. When the Oli Winter like Olympics a, roll around, this whole country shuts down. So yeah, we're not going to get like a Pierre Trudeau <laughs> analog to this Reagan speech, right? Yeah, Don Cherry. <laughs> Don Cherry, Canada's racist uncle. Uh, so Shane comes out. And then yeah. Steph, before Shane can talk, yeah. cuts him off for the welcome to Monday Night Raw. Yeah. <laughs> and the New Day comes yeah. out and sort of interrupts them. And this is when they're addressing the brand split thing yeah. on, on camera, because we talked about that last episode. Yeah. And they're not sure about this SmackDown Because that was the day they announced it, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. I think so. Or a little bit before? I'm trying I to remember when I think it was around it. there, yeah. It was yeah. like earlier that day. <clears throat> and so, brief aside, Xavier Wood says... <laughs> <laughs> to Kofi, he's like, we've been here for like, for like a decade, and Kofi's like, no man, like nine years, and Woods is like, you're my favorite in middle school. <laughs> anyway, they confront they confront them about where New Day will go for the brand extension. Yeah, and it's it's weird. It's like they're like, we want to know where we're going to go for the brand extension, and they're like, well, we haven't decided yet. And then they sort of faff around for a little bit, and then they're like, no, but seriously, where is New Day going to go? Oh, wait a minute. You haven't decided yet, have you? And it's like, yeah, they said that. <laughs> they said that like five minutes ago. Yeah. What? Anyway, the, the vaudevillains mercifully interrupted dance off. Oh, yeah, that was awkward. <laughs> that, was, that was not. That was a New Day segment. Well, I will wholeheartedly say it fell flat. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. just not very good. They get Shane to start dancing and. Shane starts twerking. Steph's and then... like, no, I'm not doing it. And the vaudevillains come out and they. They, they do. They... It was actually, there's one funny part where they're like, Kofi. Compliment Shane's shoes, mm. and then Steph's like, "Yeah, I got some nice shoes too." I'm like, "Yeah, you're, yeah, Steph, shoes, nice. shoes are okay." Yeah. Like Steph is trying so hard to be cool. to be cool, man, yeah. and I love it. It's, it's such a great change of pace from, you know, authority Stephanie that we've been living with for the last six months or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's great. Some people might not like it, but so the vaudevillains come in and attack New Day. Yeah. It cuts to break, and then we come when we come back. It's actually just a match between the New Day and the Vaudevillains. Yes. At some point, uh, as New Day gets the upper hand, Gallows and Anderson run in yeah. and attack New Day, and both the Vaudevillains attack Big E, yeah. and it just sort of... Big kerfuffle. Big kerfuffle. Backstage, Renee asks Gallows and Anderson, what in the hell just <laughs> happened? <laughs> She's like, why did you do this, yeah. guys? And uh, they said they, they want to prove that they don't need AJ, which is a little weird way of doing that, but sure. They're just like, we're important too. Yeah. Rawr. Rawr. We're making a stake. Well, I mean, like, you could explain any action like that as just, they're the champs. Mm -hmm. We want to make them mad so they'll make a match with us. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. that would be my goal. <laughs> just try to make every champion mad at me. And then that way they'd be like, I want him at Battleground. It's like, all right, yes. <laughs> you idiot. You fell right into my plan. <laughs> <laughs> so they show a replay of Apollo Crews being attacked by Seamus yeah. while being interviewed. And then we cut to Apollo Crews doing push-ups. <laughs> And B Big Show comes in. Yeah. It's the first time Big Show's been seen since Mania. 
Oh, yeah. 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 And he still hasn't been on camera apart from this, I don't think. I don't think so, no. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. He's taking some time off, and he's just like, hey, man, I think the new era is cool. Don't <laughs> let it get to you. Yeah, but you're all right. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Big Show. <laughs> yeah. Really, Big Show? Do you mm -hmm. think so? There's an ad for the Warcraft movie with Demon Kane in it. Oh, shit. Yeah. That was very... That caught me off guard. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, why is there a Warcraft ad in the middle of this episode? Do you think there's a cross-section of Warcraft and wrestling fans? Like, is there some Venn diagram where it's like... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Look at the people we know. <laughs> Fuck, diagram. I walked right into that one, didn't I? Roughly Adam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> uh, Golden Truth are on commentary for a match between the Usos and Brizongo. Mm -hmm. Dude, I'm loving Brizongo. Truth, Truth sits down at the commentary desk and says hi to JBL, Michael Cole, and Coach. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> Forgot about that. And they're like, yeah, that's not, Byron Saxton. Like, oh, what? I thought you were coach. <laughs> yeah. It's like, coach hasn't worked here in like <laughs> 10 years. Yeah. The Usos win, and I cannot remember a single thing from the match. It was really hard to follow because, with Golden Truth on commentary. Yeah, the man, they were so good. Which, sorry, which Raw is it where they show Breeze shaving... Fandango's it's, back. It's not this one. It's not this one, no. but there is a Raw where he does it, and goddamn, Fandango uses this word that cracked me up. They have a series of Ginormous sort of, or huge Normous or something like that. He like says that. something like that. But they have yeah. a series of like, like, kind of like quasi-homoerotic vignettes. <laughs> yeah, they're great. With, uh, uh, with Tyler Breeze and Fandango like helping each other manscape. Yeah. And like tanning and, and They're so, and shaving. those two are legitimately funny, which I was surprised oh, yeah. by. So like Fand I. Fandango is actually funny. <laughs> like he, he was so good in every one of these things. I was like, I want to see more of Fandango. I'm glad he's still around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, look! Look at the gimmick he was given. Ugh. Like you're a dancer, and he got that over. Yeah, it's yeah, it's amazing. At the, after the match, Golden Truth beat up Brizongo. Yeah, because they have a match in a week or two or something. Just they don't like him. They yeah. don't like him. Why not? They don't like him. Reigns comes out to a mixed reaction, <laughs> yeah. as it is called. Also, I oh right, I wrote down here. <laughs> this isn't all caps. Mm -hmm. Wrong. No emphasis. Wrong. Dumb catchphrase. <laughs> Because he says, he's, this is Reigns and, and uh, he's like ripping on Rollins. Yeah. Rollins isn't there yet, but he's ripping on Rollins. And he says, how can you call yourself the man when you're running from the guy? Jesus. And it's like, no, 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 no. You do, no. First of all, comparing the man and the guy, neither of those is better than the other. But you, you can't put, you, in a comparison, you have to put emphasis on the part that's different. So he says... He says, how do you call yourself the man when you're running from the guy? It's like, no, no, the guy. You have to emphasize the word guy. You're do you, is English your first language? You're putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable. It really is. It really is. Oh, man, Roman. He calls out Seth. Yeah. Seth comes out, almost gets to the ring. This is weird. And then picks up a mic instead. And plays the crowd a little bit, and goes to talk, and then starts to leave, and then chucks the mic away, yeah. and walks to the ring, as Michael Cole says, no more talking. And it's like, he, he <laughs> hasn't talked yet, <laughs> yeah. so it's not really 
no more. It's just con a continuation of no talking. <laughs> then he goes and he's about to get in the ring, and then he doesn't, and then he's going to leave, and then he starts to come back, and then he leaves. Yeah. I hated this And segment. that was it. That was dumb. I was like, what is this even telling us? I don't know. It isn't doing anything. It was a very weird segment that I did not like. It, it, sometimes I think I'm too much of a stickler for, like, Things should always be moving forward when they uh, don't. No, I think that's relevant. Yeah, They've got you know three I mean? hours of Monday Night Raw every week. But this is, a, this is a segment where nothing advanced. No, nothing, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Yeah. It's like, this is the best you could come up with? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I think of. I'm like, really? Like, initially, I thought they were doing a thing. You remember when Jericho came back some years ago? You may not have been watching. And he... Uh, he returned. Huge pop. Yay, Jericho's back. And he picked up a mic. And then he didn't say anything? Oh, I didn't see oh, that. Oh, this was amazing. Oh, really? So this was a return for Jericho. Yeah. And everyone was like, ah, oh, Jericho! And he'll break the walls down, and he's there, and he's like jumping around, and he's like, yeah, and big smiles for the crowd, and he picks up a mic, and he's about to talk, and the crowd keeps cheering, so he like lets the crowd cheer more, and he hypes them up, and then he's about to talk, and then he hypes up the crowd some more, yeah. and he's about to talk, and then he waits, and then he's like, yeah, and let's hype up the crowd some more! <laughs> and then he's about to talk, and then he's about to talk, he puts the mic down, and he just stares at the crowd, and he just throws the mic away in disgust and leaves. That's awesome. It was great. Yeah. It was like, I'm gonna have how, to go check how that do out. you make, how do you turn a return that everyone's going to be excited about into establishing that you're an asshole, literally without saying anything yeah. in five, ten minutes? Man. It was a great bit. And even... This whole lead up to Money in the Bank, like Chris Jericho was one of the best parts. He's doing so much great he's, work these days. He's getting, the crowd is chanting stupid idiot. Yeah. The crowd chants stupid idiot at, at, at certain parts during Raw when he's wrestling. Yeah. I mean, they're chanting it at Chris Jericho, but it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. He's got that, that phrase over. Yeah. And I love the the drink it in man. Drink it in. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Drinking awesome. a tall, cool glass of Jericho. <laughs> yeah. The gift of Jericho. Awesome. Lana welcomes your Umerican hero, <laughs> uh, Rusev, who's the U.S. champion still, yeah. and it's Rusev versus Ryder. Mm -hmm. Which and it's nice to see Ryder again. Yeah. Ryder ends up tapping out to the accolade, which I guess is just always bent over backwards now. He doesn't do it to Titus, obviously, because oh, right. Titus physically is, it won't work. But yeah, I guess if he can, he'll if he can, he'll do, do it. The it does make Rusev look a lot scarier. Yeah, Rusev starts r incoherently ripping on America. Yeah, on Memorial Day of all things, boo this man, boo this man, <laughs> and he's interrupted by Titus so, O'Neil. Yeah, that's what I was like. What, <laughs> Titus? Yeah, yeah. Get and on he, him. I mean, he says uh, you're a Bulgarian blowhard, so let's fight. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You're a blowhard. Let's fight. And then just starts wailing on Rusev. Yeah. Good for Titus. All right. Cool. The Shining Stars. It's something different. Cutting know? another promo on green screen for oh, some reason. Sick one. Yeah. I. <laughs> There's a promo package on Charlotte. Yeah. And then a video of earl of earlier today with Steph confronting Charlotte. And Steph just oh yeah rips her a second asshole. Awesome. Yeah. Steph is like, I am embarrassed that you are our champion. I can't believe that you're the face of the women's division. I want, if it were up to me, you'd be out of here for the like callous disrespect that you showed Ric Flair. Just like yeah. complete dressing down yeah. from Steph. It was it was unexpected, but it was a great segment. It was awesome, and you know what? I think they did that segment, and I know 
a lot of people have problems with how Steph addresses talent mm. on screen. Mm -hmm. And this might be one of those situations, but I took it as Steph being a catalyst for her to get more heat. Because mm -hmm. she's reminding everyone of what she did, and mm -hmm. she's reminding everyone of what a, basically a piece of shit she is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I I thought the second one was It also works for her own character, too, because you're like, yeah. oh, okay. Because Steph's still got some bite. Like, yeah. she's not all like, I mean, like, what happened with that Ambrose segment, mm -hmm. where Ambrose was needling her, yeah. and then she's like, well, your show's canceled, bye. <laughs> yeah. That old Steph is still there, but she's trying very hard. Yeah. Enzo and Cass make a bunch of cheese references against the Dudleys. I don't think having Big Cass list a series of things is their strongest mic work. Yeah. Especially not cheese. <clears throat> Big Cass, maybe I'm in the minority, but he sounds like very styrofoamy on the mic sometimes. Yeah, well, it's just like this thing because they're they're making like I can't remember if they're in Wisconsin or what. I think it was yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah, because they're in Green Bay. Yeah, right. Green Bay, like, Wisconsin's cheese, and we're gonna you know we're gonna kick your ass. Some some he's he, I can't remember how he relates it to cheese, but he's like all these different kinds of cheese. Like, and then, like, just, mozzarella, how you doing? Yeah. Gouda, how, how you, you doing? doing? Yeah. Blue cheese, how you doing? And then it's like, sharp cheddar, <laughs> medium cheddar, aged cheddar. <laughs> it's like, you are stalling, yeah. is what you're, That's, yeah. yeah, like, it sounded like he was trying to, like, come up with different kinds of cheese. Provolone, oh, okay, 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 right, okay cool. right. marble cheddar, <laughs> it's come like, on, man, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> My little a, brother called it army cheese. Army cheese? Because yeah. it looked like camouflage? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I've never thought of yeah. that. <laughs> so every, every mean, time I said, see like... army cheese, and I'm, I immediately understood why. <laughs> yeah. But I would never have come to that conclusion yeah. myself. No, when I, when, now f whenever I see it, it's like, that's army cheese, man. Huh? Okay. Yeah. The, right, they have a match against the Dudleys, and they, they win. Again? Yeah. Man. All right. Good sucks, on him. Sucks the Dudleys, I suppose. Yeah, I guess so. Zane. It's funny, actually, it's funny how in such a stacked tag team division, or an active tag team division, the Dudleys are the ones that are just ignored. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Backstage, Zane, Dean, and Cesaro yeah. are discussing things because they're in one half of a six man tag match. Yeah. With I, I I assume that Del Rio won his spot in Money in the Bank on SmackDown because I think it is, so, yeah. it, it is now known that the six man in that in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Pardon me, is Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. And they're backstage, and <laughs> Dean is just ripping on Canadians oh, yeah. for no reason. He's just like, oh, Kevin Owens, that guy. Well, he starts with Jericho. Yeah. Like, you know what? And, and he's Canadian, you know? <laughs> and Owens, Owens, also Canadian, <laughs> right? And then Sami Zayn's like, I'm also Canadian? Yeah. And, and Dean just goes, that explains so much. <laughs> And so this is the thing. These three guys have this segment, yeah. and Jericho, Owens, and Del Rio have another segment later in the show. And both of these bits are just great. Yeah, they're they feel, awesome. They, f they, they feel very lightly scripted, if at all. They just yeah. feel really loose, and they yeah. feel you really get the different charismas of the different people yeah. coming across. They're both so good. All the promo work with all six of these guys, Was, again, it feels very loose and yeah. very natural and so good. Especially... Next week, yeah, because there is an amazing bit to open the show next yeah. week. Yeah, but yeah, I totally agree. Everything building up to this money in the bank was perfectly done, mm -hmm. and it gave everybody a chance to shine, and they all 
have amazing chemistry and they riff off each other so well. So well. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. And now, for the first time on Sidewalk Slam, Oh yeah! <laughs> it's John Cena. He's here. He has returned. The with much a brand the, new T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, the mythical John Cena and its natural habitat. <laughs> exactly. The ring <laughs> yeah. talking about America. Yeah. It's Memorial Day, and he yeah. gives a very heartfelt because he is impassioned. Captain, he yeah. is Captain America. You understand? Yeah. yeah. He gives an impassioned speech about America, mm -hmm. and it's all very. It's all very pandering. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But, but that's a John Cena promo. That's, that's John Cena. That's what he does. Yeah. And then it finally gets back to wrestling. Yeah. And he starts talking about, you know, about the new era. He says, do I even still belong here in mm -hmm. the new era? He's like, I was out injured and I started to doubt myself. Do I still belong yeah. in the WWE? And then he decided, not only does he belong, but, to quote, the faces of the future have to go through me. Yeah. Instantly, AJ's music hits. Awesome. It's like, ooh. 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 <laughs> I swear I heard some Y2J chanting in with the AJ Styles, but it's mostly, let's go Cena, AJ Styles. Yeah. Let's go Cena. For, it's funny for how... For literally over two solid minutes. Yeah, and all the let's go Cena... <laughs> all the let's go Cena chants are Up children. the octave. <laughs> yeah. Are children. Yeah. And all the AJ Styles are... 18 to 35. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Anytime someone, like a a, an, a fan favorite for like the older crowd comes up against John Cena, it's the same thing and it always cracks me up. It's yeah. just like... I just love, I think it's awesome. So, and I missed Cena too. Yeah. I mean, I missed Super Cena. Like, you know what I mean? I, I didn't miss him, but I missed, actually missed watching that. Right. I didn't watch any of that. Mm -hmm. So, my John Cena exposure was mostly last year, which a, a lot of people was said great. was his best year ever. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, this guy's pretty great. Yeah. It like, was, I mean, I mean, I know who I knew people, who he was. I wasn't like, oh, who's forget. this blue chipper? You know, people, people forget that early on the crowd was absolutely behind him. Yeah, like he was a huge, legitimate face, and the crowd was all loved John Cena. Mm -hmm. They only started, you know, people like ourselves only started to turn on John Cena when, yeah, when Super Cena happened. When it was just, if John Cena's the match, he's going to win the match. He's going to win the belt. He's yeah. going to make other people look bad. You know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and uh, he's. On an upswing out of that now, especially last year with the um, the, the U.S. title reign and the, the the open challenge, and that was all very yeah. very good. So AJ comes out this Let's Go Cena AJ Styles massive chant because again AJ was one of the top faces, both like well not face heel, he was one of the top um, characters of TNA, yeah. and he was huge in New Japan, yeah. and you know like. What's a match that you'll never ever see? I don't know. John Cena versus AJ Styles. Because Cena's never going to leave the WWE and AJ's never going to be in the WWE. And oh, yeah. here it is. Here it Here's is. Here's John Cena and AJ Styles. AJ offers him a handshake. Cena, because Cena is kind of an asshole, <laughs> yeah. immediately doesn't trust him. Yeah. And doesn't shake his hand, but then eventually is like, okay, sure. And then goes and shakes his hand. Yeah. It's like, all right, sure. You know, mutual respect. Because for all he talks about hustle, loyalty, and respect, yeah. he's kind of disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. Like, super disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, AJ Styles offers But I mean, hustle, loyalty, and disrespect doesn't have the same ring to no, it. No, it doesn't. <laughs> and then Gallows and Anderson's music hits. Yeah. And Gallows and Anderson comes out. Yeah. And you know that... And I thought this was going to go the way that it 
that it we appeared thought it to was be going go yeah. because AJ is like, oh crap, and like takes his shirt off and like gets ready to fight. And yeah. Cena's like, all right, I guess we're doing this. And he takes his shirt off and gets ready to fight. And it's it's Cena and AJ in the ring, yeah. you know, getting ready to defend themselves, uh, to work together to defend themselves against uh, AJ's former friends. AJ's I guess. former friends, yeah. and then. AJ just clocks Cena. Yeah, Cena does goes to do the like he bounces off the ropes whenever he's getting ready to fight. Yeah, and then Cena goes to bounce off the ropes, and AJ just unloads on him. And then all three of them just beat the crap out of him. Yeah, it's awesome. And you're like, oh, that's not what I expected. Yeah, to happen. that's not what I expected at all. It was, it that was, was good. A lot yeah. of people were up in arms over this like AJ Styles heel turn, but you know what? I feel like AJ has gotten better, especially <laughs> on the mic. He feels he's it's talking like, with a, conviction. Yeah, yeah. It's also like it's only. I guess this this is officially a, a heel turn, but yeah. like a lot of people are still really like like yeah I know <laughs> yeah I know. But I mean like this is what is being written through the WWE's eyes as a heel turn, mm-hmm. regardless of how. Maybe the split reaction happens or anything. Yeah. But John Cena is your classic baby face. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Always fights on even terms, never cheats, yeah. um, shakes the hand of the man afterwards, all that other stuff. Um, Always gets back up. But even these next, even the two Raws after this, AJ Styles on the mic was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Thought he was great. Really good. Like just uh, th- this, this whatever this heel turn was, um, gave him an extreme sense of, like, conviction what he was talking about. Because, I mean, like I said earlier, any good heel believes a portion of what they say. Mm-hmm. There's a nugget of truth, you know, hidden deep in there. Yeah. But anyway, so AJ Styles, and then even throughout this whole segment, I think he did it once or twice, but AJ, they were all leaving. And then AJ's like, no! And he runs all the way back into the ring, beats him up some more. Yeah. You know, it was pretty great. Next up, Warcraft presents Natalia versus Dana Brooke. I'm super not invested in this particular aspect of the storyline. No. Dana Brooke wins with, as you said, the Michinoku driver. Yeah. Uh, and there's a post-match beatdown of Natalia. Yeah. Becky Lynch runs in, and nothing happens. Yep. But Becky Lynch runs in. <laughs> yeah. It's, we're, we're setting up for a tag match. Here. How do we go from probably one of the best women's storylines leading up into WrestleMania to just nothing? And not just that. This is the only women's storyline. Yeah. There's no it's other. Like, there's it, no other storyline. Yeah. I know Sasha got injured. Yeah, but you. There's but, other women in the division. Yeah. You can have more than one storyline. You've got three hours of Raw yeah. and two hours of SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You'd think so. You would think. Yeah. JoJo is interviewing Dolph Ziggler backstage, reviewing the Extreme Rules match again, and he challenges Corbin to, as you said, a technical wrestling match. He references, man, these weeks are just great for, like, old-school wrestling jokes. Yeah. Because he, he, Ziggler talks about the various uh, technical wrestling Oh, God, yes! Yeah, 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 yeah! And he's, he's like... Arm bar, yeah, uh, like whatever, like Full Nelson or something, yeah. Boston Crab, arm bar, <laughs> this hold, this other hold, arm bar, and I'm like, what is going on? Because this, yeah, is a throwback to an old Chris Jericho promo on WCW, WCW, which I've stated before, but is part of one of my favorite storylines of all time, and it was Chris Jericho and Dean Malenko mm-hmm. over the cruiserweight title, and. Dean Malenko was known as the man of a thousand holds. And this is, and even if you hear Jericho, I've watched some of the Monday Night Wars shows they have on the network, and they did an episode mostly on Chris Jericho, or the Cruiserweight division. Mm. And 
Chris Jericho, they would tell him like, he'd be like, oh, can I get some mic time? I'm like, yeah, yeah, go do whatever you want. They wouldn't even tell him, like ask what he was doing. Yeah. And so Jericho goes out there one night and he's got like a, a bunch of um, like dot matrix. Yeah, it's like dot matrix paper, yeah. you know? And he's like naming, he says he's the man of a thousand and four holds. Right. And he's going to name off all of the holds that he knows. And he names Armbar like six different times. Every every like third one is yeah, Armbar. Armbar. <laughs> yeah. and Nine-handed but, family gridumzel. <laughs> yeah. Armbar. The Saskatchewan Cradle, I think was one of them. Saskatchewan and, Cradle. <laughs> yeah. Full Nelson. Armbar. Arm and he, but the best part about the bit was he was reading it and they cut to commercial yep. and they came back and he was still and the, reading. The paper is unfurled <laughs> under the ring. He's still going. Oh, it's so good. So having Ziggler just mentioned armbar like three times in succession was really great. Yeah. So they go to this technical wrestling match. Yeah. Ziggler comes out. He's like, wait, wait, hang on. He puts on like his amateur wrestling headpiece. Yeah. Right. Puts in a mouth guard. And it's like, all right, cool, cool. And he gets like all low, like he's ready for a takedown. Yeah. Right. And you're like, oh man, this is going to be weird. Uh, the, <laughs> the bell rings and he just wangs Corbin in the nuts, <laughs> grabs the mic and says, Dolph Ziggler has been disqualified, but the loser of this match is Baron Corbin. I thought that was the awesome. mic down yeah. and leaves. See, this kind of injected something much needed into this storyline. Thank God. Like, yeah, I know, right? I just, like, I just love all the setup, and he's like yeah. getting ready for a takedown, and just wang. Because you know what? I thought for sure they were gonna do it. Yeah, knowing the WWE, I was like, wow, we're gonna just this will watch be interesting. Yeah. And then just having him grab the mic and having Ziggler say, <laughs> "Dolph Ziggler has been disqualified, <laughs> but the loser <laughs> is Baron Corbin," it was so good. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely good. Yeah, this this. Feud needed that segment. Yeah. <clears throat> Very badly. Maurice introduces The Miz, calling in from Facebook, where he's promoting the Marine 5. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm on set shooting the Marine 5, but I've still got my title with me here. Yeah. He's kissing the title. He's like, I'll be back later. And you're like, oh, so we're not having any feud with the IC title for like a month. But yeah. that's fine. Now we get Owens, Jericho, and Del Rio it's arguing even, in the locker room. It's funny about the IC title. I mean, they could have just kept it on Zack Ryder, and they could still could have had a storyline going with it. But hey, who are we to? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so there, Owens, Jericho, and Del Rio were bickering backstage. Yeah. Jericho's sort of like ripping on Owens a little bit, and Owens is like, "What? The, I thought I thought we had a good thing going." And Jericho's yeah. like, "Honestly, I'm souring on you a bit." <laughs> I love how. And then leading up to this too, it was always like. Owens was just calling people out on their characters. Yeah. Like, oh, are you going to come in here and speak some Spanish? Yeah. Like, is that what you're going to do? Oh, great. Yeah. And I can speak a different language. Like, he starts yeah. speaking French. Yeah. <laughs> this bit where Del Rio says, says something, and yeah, Jericho's like ripping on him for saying Spanish. And then he says, you know who invented this, the, you know, the ladder match? Moi. Right? <laughs> He's like, moi. That's, and like to Owens, he just goes, that's French. And Owens really quietly is like, I know. <laughs> Like, it's really subtle. He's just yeah. like, yeah, yeah. all right. Because, <laughs> of course, God. he speaks French. Yeah. Owens is just so gold in all of these things. And it's yeah. clear, yeah, it's clear that they're just being allowed to talk. Yeah. It's great. They're just like, oh, I don't know. Do something. Like, can we... Maybe they gave him an idea. We're like, oh, we're going to do this, this, and this. And they're like, sure, yeah, go, go ahead. for it. And now we get the six-man tag match with the yeah. Money in the Bank contestants. So it's Sami Zayn and Dean Ambrose and Cesaro versus 
Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho and, and Del Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. And it's just a sweet match with a lot, of, a lot, little, of, lot yeah. of little moments. Uh, I do continue to dislike that uh, the commentary is like, refers to Ambrose, you know, like Ambrose the lunatic fringe, Dean Ambrose, right? Because he's so crazy, right? It's like, mm -hmm. oh, Dean doesn't even know what he's going to do. Like, yes, he does. Yes, he does. He knows yeah. exactly what he's going to do. He's just weird about it. Yeah. But it's not like he has no concept of reality. <laughs> That's JBL, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you know what we're doing in there, Maggle. And like, oh. he ends up winning. Yeah. He gets the pin with the one, two, three. And that's, yeah. that's just a really sweet match. Yep. It was a lot of fun. So we've got John Cena back. Oh, yes. John we've Cena's got, back. We've got AJ Styles so stuff going on there. Yep. We've got these six in the Money in the Bank match. We've got Rollins and Reigns. Was the, this the. Sorry, this was the Raw with the. We covered the Rollins and Reigns promos? Uh, well, yeah, this, we talked about it. We talked yeah, about but it. The, okay, the, good. Uh, Amber's Asylum, I think, is the next. Ne episode. It's the next episode. Yeah, and then, but I'm just saying, like, it's weird that we had a whole raw. Well, I guess they did the the ring thing, the walking out to the ring, saying nothing. But that's leaving. essentially nothing. Like that I was could all just, they had. That was the yeah. only time they were on camera yeah, this week. Yeah. It's weird. Raw for June seventh. Yeah, Ambrose enters. We we open open. It just like cuts right to Ambrose entering down the hall, like the, the walkway. Yeah, and, and I was like. The other Money in the Bank entrants are already in the ring yeah. on ladders. Yeah. So it's this six-way promo yeah. on ladders in the ring. Yeah. And it the banter is so fantastic. It's awesome. Like, Dean, at one point, Dean Ambrose is listing, like, I can't remember how it gets to him talking about the oh, mole Oh, yeah, because he's like, I'll fight anyone. I'll fight zombies or, like, mole people. Yeah, I'll, fight, I'll fight you, I'll fight zombies, I'll fight the mole people. <laughs> Where did you get the mole people from? Yeah. I think in a later later segment, uh, either this Raw or the next Raw, uh, Elwins calls him out on it. Like, mole people? Yeah. Like, what were you thinking? The, <laughs> the, uh, 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 Jericho's, like, again, reiterates that he invented the Money in the Bank ladder match, and mm. I think it's Cesaro or Zayn or someone is like, and how many of the ladder matches <laughs> have, you have you won? Yeah. And he's like, I've, I've, I, won, I won one of them. Oh, God, and where's this like, answer? Yeah, which wait, one? Wait, and they're like, <laughs> they're like, I don't think you have. No, I did. I did. Which one? The, the first the, the first, first one? one? No, <laughs> no, you didn't. Yes. Well, I, I won a different one. Really? Where? Where was it? It was... Apple. Apple. <laughs> you won the ladder match in Apple. Like and the Big Cesaro's Apple? Like, yeah, like, yeah, like the Big Apple, like New York. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't win the one in Stupid Idiotville, where, <laughs> where, you, where you're from? Yeah. To which he responds, I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about that before, right? Yeah. This is one of my favorite Jericho moments ever, yeah. is he's beating up someone. I can't remember who. It's like Randy Orton or somebody. Yeah. He's beating up someone outside the ring, and someone in the crowd yells at him, Go back to Toronto! Yeah. And he just goes, I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot! idiot. <laughs> and flings the guy back in the ring. And so this is just... is. He's referencing his own meme. Oh my god! It's, yeah. this, it's just I forgot about the apple thing. It's apple. Apple. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing is phenomenal. Yeah. And it, it just breaks down to a whole screaming match, and then they're interrupted by I'm flabbergasted oh, yeah. at this. They're interrupted by Teddy Long's Long. music. Yeah. The only thing I know about Teddy Long is we're going to make it a tag team match play. Exactly. <laughs> Jericho references one internet wrestling meme, and then Teddy Long comes out and references his own. Yeah. Teddy Long, Theodore Long, was yeah. uh, he, he was in the WWE for years. He started as a referee. See, I know Teddy Long from WCW, and really? he used to manage um, 
I think Teddy Long managed Harlem Heat. I actually had no idea yeah. about that. Yeah, he managed Harlem Heat. And when I first, my early memories of wrestling was like Harlem Heat was one of my favorite teams. Yeah, it was Booker T. Booker T and, and Stevie Ray. Stevie Ray. Yeah, and they were managed by uh, Teddy Long, I think. Mm -hmm. I might be wrong. But they moved on to like Sister Sherry right. later. But yeah. And, but he was general manager of SmackDown for like six years, mm -hmm. maybe longer. I missed all this. So. And uh, basically, his his like defining characteristics, if you had to boil them down, was he wears huge jackets. Yeah. <laughs> like massive suit jackets that go down to his knees. He says playa a lot, and he it just would happen. On SmackDown all the time because again SmackDown at this in this era was very much the B show, yeah. right? And you get you know like four people vying for the for the title or whatever, and they'd be arguing in the ring, and he would come out and be like, "This is now a tag team match, player." <laughs> he would that's how he would solve problems. <laughs> yeah, he would come just, out and make a tag team match. Yeah. So he comes out, <laughs> and everyone's like. <laughs> what? Because what? he has not worked in the WWE for like five years. And he comes out and he's like, we're going to, this needs to be a triple threat, fatal four-way, six-pack Iron Man <laughs> challenge. And everyone in the ring is just like, what is what this crazy man at the top of the ramp yelling at us? Yeah. Steph comes out and he's super confused yeah. because he's making no sense. And Steph isn't even sure how he got in the building. Yeah. And he's like, Teddy, you need to know what are you doing? And he's like, I heard you did brand split. I want to manage SmackDown again. She's like, absolutely not. Please go backstage. Production, do not play his music yeah. when he leaves. I don't know how he got it to happen when he came in. See what I mean? Like, yeah. just trying to run a show. And yeah. she's like, I don't know how you got here. Why are they playing your music? Yeah. Like, <laughs> please go away. It's not going to be that. You guys are all going to have singles matches tonight. Yeah. Oh, God. So they make. Is it Zane versus Del Rio? Well, the first one is Jericho versus Cesaro. Okay, yeah. That's the first one, which Cesaro uh, wins by doing a spin into a sharpshooter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, does, yeah. like, the, the, does the spins swing. and then, yeah. yeah, the Cesaro swing into the sharpshooter yeah. and ends up winning. And, uh, yeah, that's the first of the singles matches out of, out of tonight. And then, yeah, it's uh, Zane and Del Rio and then Owens and Ambrose. Yeah. Later on the show, there's a super long shield vignette, like like we talked about. Yeah, Lana introduces Rusev for Rusev. This show is from Oklahoma. Oh yeah. So again, it's uh, Rusev versus from Perry, Oklahoma, Jack Swagger. Oh yeah. Right, and of course, a rare Jack Swagger. A rare sighting. Jack Swagger, because of course <laughs> Rusev was all like "boo" to America, and Jack Swagger is all "we the people," and yeah. he's from Oklahoma, so huge pop for uh, Swagger with Titus O'Neil on commentary. Yeah, who was fine, very not great. Yeah, on commentary. Uh, also, they someone says talks about Rusev and Swagger and refers to I can't remember who they're referring to first, but they're like takes on his longtime rival, and I was like, really? Are well, they? When he was the one, wasn't Rusev was the one that took the U.S. title off Swagger originally? Was he really? Yeah. I like don't before that very WrestleMania well. 31, uh -huh. leading up to that, Rusev was kicking the tar to everybody. And I remember him and Swagger had a feud. Okay. And Rusev just beat the Was piss this when Zeb Coulter was still around and the We I the People so. thing was yeah, still really yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay? I mean, that We the People thing is always like super popular. Mm -hmm. Eventually. Rusev, I, I kind of like this. He wins the match by they go, they go to outside the ring, and Rusev wins the match by picking Swagger up, throwing him into Titus. 
Yeah. And then getting back in the ring and winning via countout. Yeah. Because Swagger can't get up. Yeah. And then Swagger does get up, and Swagger and Titus both beat up Rusev. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cena comes out. Yay. And Cena begins his own Let's Go Cena, Cena Sucks chant. Oh, yeah. Is it, you know, like, I've noticed that more since Cena's come back to you, like, all the crowds are singing along. With the John Cena sucks. John, John Cena sucks. That only started happening like a year ago. Yeah. And I was like, how did it take us so long to get to this point? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, we figured this out for Kurt Angle like immediately. immediately. <laughs> how, did, how did it take us so long to work out how, how to sing John Cena sucks along to his theme yeah. song? But I've noticed that, like, especially since he's come back, like, every crowd's done it. I know mm-hmm. that over, like, the last year, some crowds have done it, especially, like, when they went over to uh, London. Mm-hmm. Or if they're in the UK, they'll do it. So he comes out and he's like, you know, people are always divided on me. They're always chanting, let's go Cena, Cena sucks. Let's go Cena, Cena sucks. Let's, and then he lets yeah. the crowd continue the chants. And he says that uh, AJ is the only one that had electricity with Cena. Yeah, like The Rock. He like reminds, The Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He reminds him. He's only felt that electricity with one other man yeah. in the ring. Yeah. And that man was The Rock. Right. Yeah. Right. When the, when the crowd was chanting like that. Yeah. So he's like, Why? AJ, why did you do what you did? So the club comes out. Yeah. And Cena, by the way, I don't think Cena's allowed to say this, but he says, you did not need to involve your junkies from the Bullet Club. Yeah. I don't think he's allowed to say that. He said Bullet. a lot of stuff. He even, they, he name drops PWG, Ring of Honor. Yeah. And, well, I mean, they've talked about New Japan, but the PWG and Ring of Honor thing. Yeah. Really, I mean, when you're John Cena, I guess you can say whatever but you want. But that's why they've been saying the club is because they don't, they can't say Bullet Club. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, whoopsies. <laughs> um, AJ says, I had a plan. And uh, he digs on Cena's movies. He's like, unlike yeah. you know your plans when you're doing this, Cena shits on basically on AJ's booking, which sucks because mm-hmm. that's not AJ's choice. He's yeah. like, you know, you lost this match and you lost this match and you lost this match, so you suck. And it's like, no, that doesn't mean he sucks. That means that they asked him to lose those matches. Yeah. So I I, I kind of don't like that. Yeah. From a meta perspective, but yeah. whatever. And but I mean, from a kayfabe perspective, it makes sense, right? Like, yeah. And he says. You tried to pick a fight with, this is interesting, Cena still considers himself uh, on a higher tier than Roman Reigns. Like, he kind of, like, craps on Reigns a oh, little yeah, bit here. Oh, yeah, he says, Because he says, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you already tried to pick a fight with Roman Reigns, and you lost, and now you want Cena? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ooh, Which shit. Which is like, it's, it's like saying, like, you tried number two, and you failed, so now you're going Higher than yeah. you're going up to number one, which yeah. is like, oh, you're, you're just you, you're making no bones that you think you're better than Roman Reigns. Yeah, he says now now I have nothing to lose. Yeah, this is this is amazing. Oh yeah, from AJ. This, is, this was my favorite part of the whole. AJ says that the 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 reason that AJ is, knows he won't lose, his incentive for beating Cena. Yeah, is everyone knows that once you lose to John Cena. It's time to get out the shovels because guys like you bury guys like me. Damn, son! (laughs) That's... Pop, pop. That's true? Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, this is... It's been a big... When we're talking about Super Cena and why people don't like his character because they build up these characters and then they feed them them to John Cena and then they're nothing after that. Like, look at how long it's taken Rusev to recover. Rusev entered WrestleMania on a tank 
Yeah. Lost to John Cena and then was nothing. Then was put in Then lost his girlfriend to Dolph Ziggler. Terrible storyline with Ziggler and Lana and Summer Rae. Yeah. Right? Like, look, and again, like the Nexus or all these people that get like built up into these massive threats and then Cena easily beats them and then they're nothing. They're back on the low end of the card, right? Yeah. It's the same thing that happened to Hogan in the 80s. Build up these crazy things, feed them to Hogan, and then they're nothing. And it's like, AJ's like, you know, when once you lose to Cena, it's time to get other shovels because you because you get buried, and yeah. it's like, holy <laughs> shit! Yeah, this is awful. Oh, are you allowed to say that? Yeah, I know. And even like when he said it, I was like, I believe that. Yeah. Like AJ has this conviction about him throughout this whole yeah. feud with Cena that I'm just like, wow, I'm buying into this. Yeah, yeah, I bought into the story. AJ and the club walk down to the ring and threaten to to beat Cena up. Yeah. And the New Day runs in yeah. to protect Cena. Well, because the New Day was attacked by the Bullet Club, or yeah. not the Bullet Club, by the club. So I'm, there, there yeah. was that common ground. Yeah. I mean, it's weird to see New Day helping out John Cena. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know why it's weird, but it's just weird. Uh, yeah. It, it feels weird, and I don't know why. There's no reason. I guess because the New Day have always... Their transition from heel to face was so slow, and they still kind of do heelish things yeah. that you don't get this impression of them as being like the goody two shoes guys that will run out to rescue someone. Yeah, it's I more think, of like an I think Uso thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. But you know, New Day are more over, so yeah, I'm not sure. Dude, the Usos have been like they're ghosts. Where have they been since Extreme? They weren't. On uh, they any, were on that well, match they a couple were on, weeks ago. Yeah, but I mean, Golden Truth were commentating. They yeah, beat Brizongo, I guess. Yeah, but that's pretty much it. Vaude Villains versus Enzo and Cass yep. is next. Enzo has pants with the 100 emoji. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. Aiden English, oh, this is so good. Aiden English does the same move to Enzo. Yeah. That, that yeah, resulted yeah, yeah. in Enzo's concussion. Yeah. So he whips him under the ropes and then yells, and stay down this time. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, ooh, ooh really good. Yeah. Which, by the way, all that does <clears throat> is just make Cass very angry. <laughs> yeah. Very, very, very angry. Yeah. As in, the villains win this match by DQ because Enzo, <laughs> or sorry, because Big Cass goes, like, hulks out and, yeah. like, the red mist descends <laughs> and he just loses it on the villains. Yeah, Which awesome. I think is actually really interesting. Yeah. I like that. To, that just adds a little bit more to the, sort of, like, the, you know, the character of, yeah. you know, like, oh. The brotherhood of Enzo and Cass. Yeah, but, you know? but also that Cass can snap. Yeah. And be, be uncontrolled. Who's, I wrote down something about an interview here and I can't remember who's talking and I'm going to assume it's Sami Zayn. Because mm-hmm. it's, uh, do you consider yourself the underdog? Yeah. It's and, the, and, and the response was, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't I? Like, he's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, isn't it obvious that I'm the underdog? Yeah. Teddy? Teddy's oh, yeah, backstage yeah. listening listening to his own entrance music. <laughs> Steph is like, am I on an episode of Swerve? <laughs> yeah. Am I being swerved right now? What is going <laughs> on here? Just like, like, how did you get in here? And he pulls out money and he's like, because the dollar dollar. <laughs> yeah. Makes you, go, dollar makes you go holla holla. Yeah. Doesn't he call her baby girl? And she's yeah. like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and the red baby girl, yeah, she's do not. Do, do, do not. not. <laughs> and he says, look, I'm just saying, you know, I want to run SmackDown. I think it'd be great. And, you know, what you need, because you have all these great tag teams and you got these titles, what you need to do at Money in the Bank is have a fatal four way tag team match for the titles. And she's like, you're insane. Please leave. Yeah. And finally gets him out of the room. Yeah. And then sort of goes, Hmm. 
and calls up marketing and is like, <laughs> yeah. hey, what's up? We're going to have a fatal four-way at Money in the Bank. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. It's a great idea, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Thanks. You know, just steals Teddy's idea. And so it's going to be New Day defending against Enzo and Cass and yeah. the Vaude Villains and Gallows and Anderson. Yes. Yeah. Now we get the Zayn versus Del Rio match. Yeah. Uh, Del Rio wins. Del Rio wins. Yeah. This, that these double stomp. These matches don't have any bearing on anything. They don't. So. Like, I think that us covering the matches is not important. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. to go blow by blow, you know what I mean? Like, like we talk like, about, especially during the pay-per-views, we'll talk about particularly impressive moves, but... Yeah. Yeah. We're here for the story, man. Owens and Ambrose are talking backstage, and it's great. Yeah. <laughs> There's another video package, which this time focuses on Roman Reigns. Ambrose and Owens now have their match, their singles match tonight, yeah. which Ambrose wins with the Dirty Deeds. Yes. And Dean sets up a ladder and starts climbing it up to... Because the, 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 the briefcase is always there. The briefcase is there yeah. during these matches. But then Owens runs back out and chucks him off the ladder. Yeah. They just sort of fight a little bit. There's another life lessons with Bob Backlund. No, this is the one where you walk briskly you, you for eight hours. Walk briskly. Brisk walking for yeah. eight hours. I was like, this is so weird. Like, I'm almost, because they haven't gone anywhere with it, I'm almost intrigued be, to see where they go with it. Yeah. Like, when Darren starts wrestling, like, is Bob going to be there? I have no is idea. Is Darren going to start wrestling? Will he wrestle at some point? Yeah. yeah. Charlotte and Dana Brooke come out. Charlotte opens with an apology to Ric Flair, but kind of not, but kind of still. Yeah. She clarifies that maybe she went a little too far, emotions running running hot, and that Ric Flair is merely dead to her professionally. <laughs> She's like, I still want to get together for Christmas and Thanksgiving yeah. and everything, but you're dead to me professionally, <laughs> which is apparently a distinction a you're allowed silly. to make. <laughs> yeah. Natty and Becky come out, rip on Charlotte. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Becky is trying to uh, convince Dana Brooke that siding with Charlotte is a bad idea. Oh, yeah. Because Charlotte has turned of, on yeah, every everybody. single other person. Yeah. I don't like you much or at all, but if you had the sense that God gave to a goose, you would realize that you were going to wake up in a dumpster with a knife in your back. <laughs> yeah, that was Becky to Dana. Yeah. Or Dana. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and, Dana, and the whole time, Dana was actually, this segment was great. Yeah. And it made sense. It was like, yeah. hey, man. And Dana was like, the whole time, like, she's like, huh, interesting. And she, she looks like she's really thinking hard about this. Yeah. And then she's sort of like, because Charlotte's on one side of the ring and Becky and Natty are on the other side of the ring, and Dana sort of starts walking over away from Charlotte over to. Natty and Becky. Yeah. And then just sucker punches Natty. Yeah. And then they all fight, and Charlotte and Dana are, you know, they stand proud at the end of it. Yeah. It was a good segment. It's a nice little bit of uh, almost character development. In sharp contrast to another green screen promo for The Shining Stars, <laughs> which has no character development at all. Doesn't They don't say anything. No. Is this the one where they're smelling flowers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. Brizongo. Yeah. Uh, Briz now being billed from his seasonal residence in Madagascar. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. He, he moves around a little Character bit. development! <laughs> <laughs> He's been built from so many different places. Yeah. I love it. Uh, yeah, they're being supremely homoerotic to one another, and yeah. it's actually phenomenal. <laughs> you know what? This is the kind of thing that either should fall flat on its face. Like, shouldn't be funny. But these two, I, I think they're legitimately two funny dudes. And not only am I glad that Tyler Breeze is getting... You know, a bit mm-hmm. more exposure because Finally. there was a, a, a but th- I'm actually legitimately surprised by Fandango. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm absolutely yeah. becoming a fan. They're they're rolling with it, and it's it's, yeah. it's great. So it's the the match is Tyler Breeze versus Our Truth. Yeah. Which quickly descends into chaos because of course Goldust and Fandango are at ringside. Teddy Long comes back <laughs> out 
and his solution is to restart the match, but now yeah. it's a tag team <laughs> match, player. Security comes out yeah. with Steph, and Teddy's like, well, I thought I'd give it a shot. Yeah. Bye. There is not a tag match. Again, the tag match. just yeah. trying to run a show. The tag um. match does not happen because Teddy has no authority to do yeah. so. Which is funny. Out of I building. think this is especially funny because stuff like this happens in wrestling all the time and people just go with it. You yeah. know what I mean? And now this time they're like, how did you get in here? You don't have that authority. <laughs> yeah. The main event is a 3v3 tag match. The New Day versus the club. The yeah. club now including AJ Styles, to, yeah. be, to be clear. Club wins. Your little club does not matter, they say. Yeah. It starts with a giant fight before the bell even rings. Yeah. And Big E gets thrown into the steps again. Mm-hmm. AJ does a Styles Clash to Xavier Woods outside the ring. Yeah. Did these did these two ever you I don't know why you would know this. I was ring and wrestle in TNA. Yeah, I was curious I if they ever I fought in TNA. I don't know. Probably not. Someone might know. Consequences you know. Creed was more in the tag division or the X division. Yeah. And I feel like AJ would have been more in the title well, picture, but I don't know. AJ was the an X Division champion. Yeah, but I think points. around the this time, maybe not. Anyway. Point being. If you know, let us know in the comments. Yeah. There's a commercial and then, it, when we come back from commercial, Big E and Kofi are coming in from the back because after the Styles clash to Woods outside the ring, they like took him backstage and yeah. like really selling that he was messed up. Yeah. So it's it's now a three on two match mm-hmm. um, with Big E and Kofi versus the club. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Kofi does the boom drop. Yeah. Except instead of yelling boom, 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 he yells New Day <laughs> yeah. or New Day rocks or whatever. Yeah. And does the boom drop? It's a standing leg drop. And then the club, with the upper hand, Cena runs out, and there's a big melee, and it ends with AJ and Cena facing off, and then, and then they leave, and the faces, uh, Cena and New Day stand tall. Yeah. And uh, the last one, the, the last one for uh, this evening is uh, Monday Night Raw for June 13th. The go-home Raw. The go-home Raw before Money in the Bank. There is a hard gear change from the opening titles of Monday Night Raw into a moment of silence for the victims of the shooting in Orlando, yep. which is challenging to pull mm-hmm. off on an episode of Raw because it's like the big, bombastic Monday Night Raw opening titles and then just like, bang, boom, yeah. moment of silence. It's like, I, I mean, it was the next day. They mm-hmm. couldn't not do it, but it's just like, yeah. oh, you can smell the gears. Yeah. <laughs> Despite the Ambrose Asylum previously being canceled, yeah. it's the Ambrose Asylum tonight. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I never thought about that. Yeah, right? Shit. Shane brought it back for this week. Yeah. Did they say that? I think so. Can't remember. Okay. Well, as long as they explain it. You know what? I'm okay with almost anything, but they just need to address it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we know how upset me and Graham get when they don't address shit. <laughs> yeah. Because we get pretty upset. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, Reigns and Rollins are going to be guests on the Ambrose Asylum. Yeah. So I think that's the first time those three have been in the ring together? In a long, long time. time. Yeah. yeah. And also tonight is a contract signing, which always goes well. Sorry, I need, we should probably rewind. Oh, yeah. in, in case you're not aware, Ambrose, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, I think we've mentioned before many times, yeah. but just quickly. To be clear. Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns were all members of the Shield. The, the uh, Hounds of Justice. Yeah, and they were a group of guys who carried out what they felt was um, evening the odds for whatever reason. They had their own personal kind of crusade thing. They Sometimes they beat up faces. Sometimes they beat up heels. It was yeah. a little... More faces than heels, but yeah. sometimes they, uh, they they sort of switch back and forth. It was basically whatever they determined was just yeah. in the WWE. And uh, eventually, 
they won a few titles together. I think Rollins and Reigns were on the tag titles, and Ambrose was the U.S. champion for a while. Mm -hmm. But the, eventually, Seth Rollins turns on the Shield, and he becomes what we know him as this is the corporate kind of yes man. Yes, the architect of yes. the shield. So anyway, sorry, we just wanted so to So this reiterate. is the shield sort of reuniting kind of on the Ambrose Asylum. Yeah. There's always been fans clamoring for a shield triple threat mm. is what they've always kind of wanted. Yeah. You know? It's funny, though, like, internet discourse, as it is, want to be, they were like, give us a shield triple threat. And then they were like, at Battleground, it's a shield triple threat. I was like, too soon, do it at SummerSlam. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> give us what we want. Okay. No, you did it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Yeah. this man. Oh, and then also tonight, yes, as I said, the contract signing between Cena and AJ for a match. Yeah, 15 years in the making, they say. And we all know how contract signings end. Exactly. <laughs> first, first though, the New Day comes out, yeah. and before they can say anything, Xavier and Big E start ripping on Kofi for his shoes. Yeah, this was so funny. <laughs> because these are the... Steph Curry shoes. Yeah, the yeah. two-time MVP Steph Curry shoes from... Flip. They're from, from a sponsor, from like Tap Out or Under Armour or something. I think so. And you can get them in colorways that don't look like old person shoes. They but definitely these, look these like old person shoes. These ones are white on white sneakers, <laughs> yeah. so they look like old They look like dad shoes. shoes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're just ripping on Kofi, and he's like, you know how much these things cost? And they're like, you pay too much. <laughs> Enzo and Cass come out and continue to roast <laughs> Kofi's <laughs> shoes. Yeah. Yeah, they're Under Armour. And yeah, Under Armour was a sponsor at one point. Or at least, yeah, they had all those promos with like, Reigns, Reigns and yeah, Lana yeah. and Kofi like working out, yeah. doing cross training and stuff. <laughs> Reigns with Superman punching things, yeah, as he does in the gym, flies around super punching. This this verbal battle continues. The uh, where was your girl last night? Oh, Francesca. Yeah, yeah. Where, he was. Where was your girl last night? And Xavier's like, she's a grown woman. She can do anything she wants. <laughs> yeah. She can go. Wherever, she can go wherever she likes. Yeah. And Enzo implies that. Francesca to the trombone, yeah. to be clear. They're talking about the trombone, yes. was with Enzo. Yeah, he was blowing her. Yeah, yes, very strange. The trombone. Yeah. Kofi hypes up a verbal battle between the teams. He's, yeah. he's, like, he's like, oh, we're finally going to get to see the, the much-lauded verbal battle between the New Day and Enzo and Cass. And then an ice cream truck rolls through. <laughs> I, I think the beginning, the beginning of the Vaudevillains music sounds like an ice cream truck. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Anyway, the Vaudevillains interrupt. Yeah. Aiden, they get the full entrance, which yeah. I love. I still uh, Aiden English can really hold a note. Yeah, because he well, comes out, he starts. Singing. He's like classically trained, right? Yeah, really? Like he is has like a degree, I think, or something right. in theater. So yeah, it's definitely like um, in his past life, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, before he became a supervillain, he was a. <laughs> And an actor. So he, he's singing his disses and holds a note for a very and long time. And he does, um, which gets great heat, mm. was when he does the WWE world. He makes fun of the, the New Day's kind of like little That's what he's singing. Yeah. Thank you, I forgot. Yeah. Then Gallows and Anderson come out, and they're, they're getting heat is much more direct. They just <laughs> rip on the, the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, that's just it's the easiest way to get heat. Yeah. Uh local sports team is dumb. <laughs> so it's a four V four tag match. Yeah. With New Day and Enzo and Cass versus Ganderson and the Vaud Villains. Yeah. And the heels win. Yeah. More Bob Backlund life lessons, don't worry about it. And yeah, Steph and Shane are backstage. They're now the it's it was a fun like six weeks or whatever, but it's now broken down. They are now bickering yeah. over who gets to run SmackDown. 
or Raw, and Shane's like, no, no, it's okay. We can, we'll still co-run Raw, and I'll also run SmackDown. Yeah, it'll be fine. So, well, I think that isn't this where Shane's kind of like, well, well, I'll run Raw and you run SmackDown. And Seth's like, no. He's like, okay, fine. I'll run SmackDown. You run Raw. And she's like, no. It's yeah. like, all right, fine. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. God damn. Then we cut to Zack Ryder laughing with three random people, maybe, they're like NXT Yeah, people. just like know, just interns, laughing. I guess. He's like telling a joke, and they're all laughing. Mm. He's talking about, um, ex- or I guess, Apollo right. attacked Sheamus. Right. Maybe it was a smack. They were talking about it was on SmackDown. Okay, that makes way more sense because I yeah. didn't know what they were talking about. Yeah, and he then Sheamus comes in and starts threatening Zack Ryder, and I'm yeah. like, Zack Ryder is not new era. I don't know yeah. why Sheamus. Is no, so he was saying him. like, oh, Apollo came and like attacked uh, Sheamus, and uh, should have seen the look on Sheamus's face. He that like, makes such more an sense. Idiot, and then Sheamus. Is like, okay, you saying something, fella? There's another goddamn Shining Stars promo. Yeah, Titus O'Neil comes out, and before he gets to the ring, gets immediately attacked from behind by Rusev. Yeah, and they they keep pointedly not mentioning who Titus's opponent was supposed to be in this match. Mm-hmm. They just cuz it's Titus is coming out yeah. for a match. Yeah. And then Rusev attacks him and they keep saying like Rusev wasn't even supposed to be in this match. Titus was here to have a match. <laughs> but they don't say against who. Yeah. Almost as if he was never intended to get to the <laughs> ring. Right? Graham Stark is on the case! (laughs) (laughs) They could have made up anyone, right? He's supposed to have a match against Jack Swagger. Why not, you know? Bo Dallas. Sure. Yeah, there we go. And just be like, oh, but Rusev interrupted. It's just sort of like, it's little things like that. If you were a worker at WWE, wouldn't you be pissed if your (laughs) match got, like, didn't happen? You're like, yeah. I gotta get paid, man. Like, I got kids to feed. Like, Rusev just stole... Food out of my mouth. Remember, like, uh, like a month or two ago, when it was like uh, already in the ring, Damian Sandow, and now versus, and then someone comes. I think it was. Oh yeah, it was Baron Corbin. Yeah, comes out, and then Ziggler just attacks Baron yeah. Corbin, and then they beat all the way around the ring, and <laughs> Sandow's just like, I don't get to fight. <laughs> yeah, Rusev beats the crap out of Titus, by the mm-hmm. way, and gives him an accolade on the ramp. Yeah. As we know. Which hurts. Which hurts more. 50% more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe the ramp's like 25% because the announce table is 50%. Definitely, yeah. yeah. This, this, is, this math this, all checks out. Yeah. Trust. Just trust us. Yeah. Okay. So it's the Ambrose Asylum now. Yeah. Dean Ambrose is in the ring and invites his guests out. They're laboriously long entrances. Yeah. And then Reigns and Rollins just stare at each other while Dean tries to pretend like everything's fine. <laughs> It's just like, hey guys, what's up? Yeah. How's it going? And like they're Rollins and Ranger just staring daggers at one another. And Dean's yeah. like, isn't this fun? Yeah, it's like we haven't been together in a long time. We had some good times together, right? Yeah. And I like how um Seth starts turning around on it. He's this like, is great. Yeah. Seth's like, because Dean's like, hey man, remember we had all these cool times? You know, wasn't it fun when we were the shield? Seth is like, well, actually. <laughs> actually, this this time was pretty cool. And like he really loosens up and they start. Yeah. Reminiscing about cool stories when they were the and shield. even like he Roman call, was like likable. Ca- like he calls Reigns Oos. Yeah, he's like Oos. Remember that time we found Dean passed out, like by that dumpster in yeah. Columbus or something like that. And like remember like, this? Yeah. Remember when I remember when I beat Batista uh, for this thing? And there's there's, there's like a, a big Batista chant. Batista <laughs> chant. Yeah. Uh, and even Reigns is like, yeah, uh, <laughs> this was all pretty fun. And then of course Rollins is like, but. This was my favorite. My favorite part <laughs> yeah. is when the three of us were in the ring 
and I hit you in the back of the head with a chair yeah. and broke up the shield. Yeah. Or... That was my favorite part. Actually, I really liked when I cashed in at WrestleMania 31 and stole your moment. Yeah. That was pretty great. Hey? Those, were all, those, those were other good times. And the crowd just cheers because, I mean, they they will pick Seth over Roman, you know, yeah. as far as the cheer-boo dynamic goes. Dean is like, look, you know, either you're going to defend it, Money in the Bank, or you're going to beat him at Money in the Bank. Or maybe yeah. I win the Money in the Bank contract yeah. and cash in on one of you at the end of the night. Yeah. That could also happen. And then they all fight. Yeah. And it ends with... Dean gives Roman a dirty deeds. Yes. Yeah, that's like the ending of the segment. Mm -hmm. Good segment. Really liked it. Yeah. That was great. Steph makes the main event uh, Dean Ambrose versus Jericho. Yeah. Dean rips in on Steph a bit more. Just sort of like still not buying yeah. new, new Steph. Then we have Paige... Yeah, she's back. Back again. Yeah. Versus Charlotte with Natty and Becky on commentary. Yeah. Most of the storytelling here is just Natty and Becky on commentary. The mm -hmm. match is merely a medium yeah. for the storytelling to come from the commentary table. Yeah. Charlotte does a flare flop. Wham. Yeah. Which I thought was good. And uh, Doesn't Dana get involved somehow? Yeah, Dana distracts, but it doesn't go as planned. Yeah. And Paige gets the win. Yeah. Paige and so is then, pinned the women's champion. Again. Yeah. And so then later backstage, Charlotte is yelling at Dana for failing whatever plan she was trying to do. Mm -hmm. Renee, <laughs> Renee tries to ask Cesaro about Sami Zayn. Yeah. She's like, so, you know, t uh, Sami Zayn, blah, 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 blah. What do you think about that? And Zayn just sort of like pops in. <laughs> yeah. He's just sort of like, hey, um, I'm part of this question, so I'll just, I'll just be here as <laughs> yeah. well. Hello. <laughs> the contract signing. Next. Yeah. So Cena goes out of himself. Yeah. He puts AJ over like mad. Yeah. It's he, awesome. Like the effusive praise of AJ Styles coming out of Cena's mouth is on another level. Mm -hmm. He's just like, this is a man who did this, who did this. He fought here, he fought here, he fought these people, he won these titles, you know, and, you know, just like a litany of his whole career. Yeah. Talking about, like, how amazing AJ Styles is. And then finishing up with, like, but of course I'm going to beat him at <laughs> yeah. Money in the Bank. Yeah. AJ comes out and has to choose either. There's two contracts. This is, I actually really like this. It's so nice and, like, I, it's a little bit different from the usual contract signing. Mm -hmm. Maybe I haven't seen enough of them, but. No, this is no, this is cool because yeah. Cena basically presents AJ with an ultimatum. There's a contract there for a three-on-one match with the club versus Cena. Yeah, it's like we can we can have that match. We can have the match where the three of you beat the crap out of me, or you can sign this match, which is the one-on-one -on -one match, which is the 15 years in the making. You know, this is what people want to see: yeah. who will win, AJ Styles or John Cena? Because Cena's like, you know, people, you know, like people want to see this. You know, you were off doing your own thing, and AJ's like, yeah, but what, what, what if? AJ Styles had been here 15 years ago. Yeah, this is great. He's too. like, you wouldn't yeah. be the, your 15-time yeah. world champion. You wouldn't have won One, the Royal yeah. Rumble twice. Yeah. You wouldn't have done all that because I would have been here. Yeah. And John Cena's like, don't don't say that kind of thing because you weren't here. You didn't put in the work here. You know, yeah. you're here now. Let's settle this. He's like, guys like you are too busy making excuses. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does crap on indie wrestlers a little bit, a which little I thought bit, was yeah. unnecessary. Yeah, it's like you indie people. You think that you can just come in here, or whatever. Yeah. Also, again, this is some dialogue is great. Some dialogue is not. Uh, your club isn't full of bullets. It's full of bull. Yeah. Anyway, he yeah. goads AJ into signing the one-on-one -on -one match. Yeah. So. AJ Styles versus John Cena, 1v1 at Money in the Bank. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Kevin Owens and Del Rio versus the Lucha Dragons. Oh, yeah. With, the, with a stipulation match. Yeah, because there's a backstage segment. Yeah. 
Where Del Rio and uh, Owens are kind of bickering back and forth, and it's Shane yeah. makes a match between Owens, Owens and Del Rio on a team against the Lucha Dragons, and if the Lucha Dragons win, they take Owens and Del Rio's spots right. in the Money and Bank match. And, uh, and, and who else is backstage this week? Corporate Kane. Oh, yeah, he's back. Yeah. He's just sort of around being like... <laughs> I, uh, I could I could uh, I could manage SmackDown. Yeah, and I love how Stephanie just calls him a psychopath because I mean, essentially, he is right. Yeah. Like to management, did you view had a guy that dressed in a suit and acted yeah. all normal, and then all of a sudden he showed up and he's wearing a mask? And it's like this guy's a fucking loony. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's Owens and Del Rio defending their their spots in the match against yeah. the Lucha Dragons, uh, and they 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 win and they keep their spots, but it's but it's, 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 there's some it's great play like. Owen at one point has to like get out and throw Del Rio back in the ring and then tagged himself in yeah. when he was outside. And it's just like two heels playing off each other uh, really well. Mm-hmm. Actually, I always thought, I don't know, Del, when I looked at Del Rio before, I was like, I don't know, he's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's, this has definitely warmed me up to him a little oh, bit. Oh, big time. This, this Money in the Bank. Since, honestly, since his return. Uh, I've been. I didn't much see any of his older stuff on board yeah. with him than I was when he was around the first okay. time. Yeah, I didn't see like around the first time. So, mm-hmm. and even when he first showed up, I was like, oh, he's okay, I guess. There's a whole Mex America thing, but that this was, is like, but this is like showing that he has a little bit of like a sense of humor. Yeah, you know, Miz is still on set, checking in from Facebook, still yeah. ripping on production assistants, doing like the make me another coffee thing. Yeah, Steph and Owens are backstage. Owens is complaining. Yeah, because he's like, "Did you see what happened out there?" <laughs> Del Rio disrespected me. Del Rio comes in, starts talking Spanish, and I was like, "Why? Why? Why Spanish all the time? Yeah. Why so oh, much Spanish?" Oh, sorry, I totally forgot the, the why Del Rio and um, Owens were arguing because Del Rio was late to right. the arena, right? Because Owens had called security on Del Rio at the airport. <laughs> That's what it I was. I completely forgot yeah. about that. Just totally clicked. That's I was like, why were so they fighting mean. again? Yeah. But yeah, that's why. We that's how we got to that match. Yeah. So they just they kick them out. But I love the yeah, but I do love that Owen's like, why are we Spanish, man? Like Yeah. Why? There's a great bit about that at the actual money in the bank thing. Oh, it's we'll, amazing. Which we'll get to. Yeah. Shane and Steph are now talking to Kane and they're like, no, look, Kane. You are not getting control of SmackDown. Yeah. And Kane says, is this about the whole car battery to the testicles thing? Yeah. And Shane's like, well, no, but that's not helping your cause. Because <laughs> yeah. in a storyline some years ago when he was still very much the Demon Kane, mm-hmm. there was a storyline bit where Kane put a car, hooked a car battery up to Shane's testicles and shocked his nuts. Attitude era. Wrestling. Wrestling. <laughs> I yeah. love that they can laugh at themselves now. Though, yeah. Stuff like that. Like, is this about Maybe the whole car battery to the nuts thing? Yeah. No. Okay. Maybe Shane had a case of labiagitis. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> God. What's happening here is that um, Jericho and Ambrose have this match. Yeah. And Zayn asked to be on oh, yeah. commentary. Yeah. So the reason that Owens is complaining to Shane and Steph is because Owens also wants to be on commentary. Yeah. And they're like. All right, sure, fine. So then Del Rio comes in, and he's like, well, why can't I be on commentary? And they're like, look, commentary is already getting kind of crowded. There's going to be five people. So, uh, Del Rio, you can be um, special guest timekeeper, yeah. right? And Cesaro's like, what about the Swiss Superman? And they're like, 
Hey, fine, you can be the guest ring announcer. They're just trying to run yeah. a show. So Cesaro, <laughs> the following match is scheduled for. <laughs> he's in the ring, he's announcing them to the, to the That's thing. actually a really good Cesaro voice. <laughs> Thank you. And so then Del Rio, in his wrestling trunks, is just standing with a <laughs> tiny hammer, standing beside the ring bell, just looking really like... Ting, ting, ting. And Zayn and Owens are on commentary. Yeah. And uh, as eventually Ambrose wins this match, but the whole thing yeah. just turns into a mess. Yeah. It's just the whole thing ends up in a massive scrap. And it's, don't, I mean, Zayn and Owens fighting like two brothers yeah. on commentary. Yeah. Like, Owens will say something, and then Zayn just responds by saying the same thing in a, like a condescending voice and he's like really that's what you come back with that's your like, comeback that's your comeback like, <laughs> it's so good and yeah I'm, I'm i'm glad that this is the go home that like because it's the money in the bank pay-per-view and i'm glad that they're making the money in the bank match seem so important yeah and they're really elevating that this looks like this is yeah. even though the title match will finish the night that they're yeah. making the Money in the Bank match feel like the headlining yeah. event. This was like four very enjoyable weeks of wrestling, mm -hmm. you know? Like, I was okay. I mean, there's obvious duds, but I mean, like, there's always going to be stuff that's kind of boring or kind of whatever. Or it's hard to avoid with three hours even, of the show. Yeah, and even like you mentioned, you had somebody tweet at you, like, I watched my first episode of Raw last night, and mm -hmm. it was really bad or, or are, they, are all episodes like this uh was was it just bad or was this par for the course yeah, yeah. and he's like oh there was a bunch of replays and i was like yeah that's just i mean that's wrestling it's gonna happen yeah three hours yeah would you want to write three hours of television i i'd like it if they wrote three hours of television. yeah that's <laughs> but i mean like no but, I mean, it's, tough. <laughs> it's tough it is that's a lot man that one's Gone. That one's long gone. So, but yeah, I could. I can't even imagine like writing. I can't even writing. I can't imagine writing five minutes of television. No. Someone's like, here, write five minutes of television. I was like, all right. Uh, do, can we just give Owens a microphone? <laughs> yeah. Let him talk. He yeah. can probably fill some time. Just Owens talks. <laughs> so okay, yeah. that is May through June Raw. Yeah. So that's four weeks of Raw. Next time we're going to talk about the actual Money in the Bank. Pay-per-view. So, uh, until next time. Yes. Adam. Yes. You're on Twitter. I am on Twitter. It's at Wake Up Super. Right here. Yeah. I get to do that thing where they're like, if you want to follow me on Twitter, click right here. Yeah. <laughs> and Graham. Yeah, what's up? You are also on Twitter. I am at Graham underscore LRR, which Yay. is over here. <laughs> and all of this is brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at <laughs> patreon.com slash loadingreadyrun. Yes. Please check that out because it supports not only this show, but a bunch of other great stuff as well. A crazy amount of stuff. It's a lot of things. There's also a Twitch channel. Oh, yeah. Twitch.tv slash Loading Ready Run. That's not true. mine, but no, that one's, <laughs> that one's long gone. <laughs> you'll, be on, you'll be in on Saturday. Yes. And I, well, I'm gone for two weeks. Right. So this Saturday, I go away for two well, weeks. Well, but when you get back. When I get back, I stream, Galaxy? Yes, Sweet. I stream Rogue Galaxy on Saturdays. Awesome. Now. Well, not forever, but... So thank anyway. You, thank you for joining us for Sidewalk Slam Shorts Edition. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully my tasty, tasty legs weren't too distracting because it's really warm today. Yeah, I'm and sweating right now. We will uh, talk to you all next time. All right, bye! Bye-bye.